Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to See You Next Wednesday. That's not even how I start. I don't even know what to do. I don't know where I am. Hello, welcome to podcast movie thing. <laughs> you can do it, buddy. <laughs> Hello, welcome to episode 111 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single foot die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on April 29th, Wednesday, 2014, and... My name is a very tired Dan Gorman, and yeah, ain't that a kick in the teeth? I mean, my shows weren't great, but I never tied people up and forced them to watch, and I could have, because I'm a big guy, and I'm good with knots. <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons. It was the fall season, and Nadine had just come in. She didn't have nipples, and brother, she didn't need them. My name's Greg LeGros, so there you, asshole of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I watched this documentary called uh, Mortified Nation, yeah. and it's just a whole bunch of people reading their diaries from when they were preteens or whatever, uh-huh. and there was one where Oh, this, yeah. There was, some of it was really entertaining, and there was one where this girl read this excerpt where she was so mad at her parents for being forced to eat something, uh-huh. and then she in her, she's, <laughs> they and showed it up on the screen, and, and she, got, she was swearing at her dad throughout the whole thing, and then just drew like pictures of middle fingers yeah. to finish it out, and then underneath that it said, so there, you asshole of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's not bad. It take, really made me laugh. Take that, like, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to use that sometime. Um, we got all the usual stuff to talk about. 90210, oh yeah, Relay, and mm. TV Dad Cage Match at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, we're going to play Film Roulette, where two of us went and saw Only Lovers Left Alive, and one of us went and saw Haunted House 2, and we will roll for movies next week, including Amazing Spider-Man 2. Big, big one. Mm-hmm. It's a big one, yeah. And uh, lots, lots of, lots of other stuff to talk about. What else? Well, what, what, what are we going to talk about off the top? There's news, out news there uh, and notable. Yeah, I don't know. There's little tidbits of stuff. That's, tidbits, uh, I don't know, worthwhile. Uh, Timbits. Let's get out our tidbits. Get your tidbits out. <laughs> I like the sour cream glazed ones. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, I uh, I glazed my tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Never Itty, again. Itty bitty tidbit committee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we start calling this segment of the show the itty, itty bitty, bitty tidbit, tidbit committee? committee? <laughs> because that is delightful. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, um, that's good. What do I got here? What's to talk about? 
Yeah, what it's is a to weird, talk about? Okay, th- this I thought was kind of cool. I'm hopeful for. There's all kinds of speculation on what the next big Spielberg movie is, whether it's Robopocalypse or whatever, which yeah. really needs to be renamed. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're just getting lazy with the... Uh, is it a sequel to Robot Jocks? <laughs> I hope so. I'm on board. Uh, but this actually sounds super cool because I'm a big fan of the book. I was when I was a kid. Uh, he it looks like he's going to be directing a uh, adaptation of the BFG. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard about by, that. I can't remember her name. Don't have a note in front of me. Uh, the uh, the lady who wrote E.T. or oh, uh, E.T. Melissa something. Um. Anyway, uh, that's uh, really good hands. I think that's about right. I've been wondering why there hasn't been a BFG movie and where um, you know. We've got with effects at this day, uh, day and age. I think it could look fucking amazing. Yeah. I love, loved, loved that book when I was a kid. I ain't never read it. Oh, really? No. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've read it. a scant few Roald Dahl books. I read them like fucking crazy when I was a kid. I went through all of them. I only, yeah, them. I only read a few as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like read, the Willy Wonka, the Witches, and James and the Giant. Peach I read the Witches. The yeah. Willy yeah, Wonka I read about uh, James's Peach, and I read that's about it. I think yeah. it's a good story, though. I think that's pretty. As far as Spielberg goes, mm-hmm. you know, it's something to look forward to because I don't know what's going on with his Robo Apocalypse and stuff like that, or what that even means. Yeah, what yeah, is, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it would be cool. Yeah. They bought the rights to it, right? DreamWorks yeah. bought the rights in, like a long time ago, right? Um, and uh, somebody, it says here on the thing I'm reading, the guy that did Best Exotic Marigold Hotel was originally attached to direct, but now he's he's picking it up, right? Which is cool. Yeah. I mean. I, I didn't like Lincoln. <laughs> no, no, I still haven't seen it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm. I would like to see something more of it. Like, I, I, yeah, like I, I'm with Greg. The the robot thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's probably cool. I haven't really read into yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know what it's what about. It is, but it's it, that, that it's been sitting it around. Me. Yeah, no, me either. It's that name. Is yeah, so like. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> and because he's been sitting on it for like... I can't believe Robopocalypse doesn't excite you. <laughs> I mean, stupid or not. <laughs> there's at least a couple of elements in that title. I don't yeah. know. I'm, maybe I'm not interested in Spielberg like doing something like that, like robots and stuff. I don't yeah. know. It's not... I don't, I don't know. know. It's just going to feel... I don't know. I, I, I keep on just picturing like the... I just keep thinking of robots, the clones, and all those guys running around. That's all I picture. I'm like, I don't want to watch. Or that. even like War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah, I, I picture a mix between AI and War of the Worlds. And yeah. either way, that's not going to turn out well. Yeah, I didn't even like War of the Worlds. I, I didn't hate War of the Worlds as much as it's everybody fine. else. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But it's not good. <laughs> no, if for a Steven Spielberg movie, it's a misstep. But it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I mean, we agree. He has very few yeah. missteps too. I like. I like a lot of his later output. They're just even that's pretty watchable. War of the World has got some major problems, but it's it looks really good. Yeah, you know, I just didn't like the terminal. I think that was a really bad. Movie. I just didn't even watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I don't ever like watch ten it, minutes just, of it, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, ugh, ugh, really long. Catch yeah. Yeah. my own Super end. underrated. That's a fucking yeah, it's a great fantastic movie. movie. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Spielberg, quick side note: the latest yeah. episode of uh, the Fogelnest Files has a interview with one of the right one of the main writers from Badass Digest a film critic who I can't remember his name off the top of my head but he's really divisive he's one of those guys he's one of the guys that actually did that thing where he got into the ring with the critics like somebody fought Uwe Boll and this guy fought Joe Swanberg Oh he, no way! Because he just like decimated all of Joe Swanberg's uh, movies, and Joe Swan- Swanberg just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> nice. Um, but he has a really good uh, conversation about like through his old websites, get- getting to meet Spielberg, and how big of a movie nerd Spielberg is that he just reads all of the comments for all of the things, and he's just like, 
I know everything that people have said about his movies and stuff. Like Spielberg will just trawl like the comments and read about like his movies because he wants to know what people are talking about. Huh. I thought that was interesting. Huh. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's a good listen. I hope that's what he's doing. Yeah. I hope he's, it's like for research. Well, people like this, they didn't like that. Yeah. And it's not just like, he's like searching for Totally. Well, Spielberg was like, I saw, I know that like on your website, people were arguing about AI still, like even recently. And he like, I read it and I'm glad people are arguing about it because I like want to read it and stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh. Um, Other like big nerd news. Nerd news. uh, Not that big a news, but it's just something in the progression of it. Star Wars episode seven, they've come out and said, we're not using the expanded yeah. universe mythology, right? And uh, and mm. with that, I saw a picture of uh, a current picture of Mark Hamill. Oh, really? Yeah, who's dropped? I'd say sixty pounds. Wow, yeah. sixty pounds. Yeah, he looks uh, slim. Oh, yeah. uh, you know that weird neck action he had going on? Like yeah, that lumpy neck. That's that's, all, that's immediately gone. what I started thinking yeah. about. He's like, got like a jawline again. It's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So he got in that. Shape. Sounds like surgery. So, uh, well, it's been a year since I've. Yeah, seen Yeah, he could have been anything, putting but, in yeah. the work. Come uh, on. Yeah, he doesn't look that good. He doesn't look like he got Michael Douglas in the neck or something like that, but he just looks slim. Yeah. I just feel like, how do you come back from that? Because he, he was starting to get weird Lucas neck. Yeah. Well, he's just puffy. He just looks like he likes cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who can blame him? I know. Yeah, yeah. I they like are cookies. delicious. By, by and large, co- uh, yeah. cookies are great. Um, very good. Did you guys see this news? I'm just looking at our, our page because I wanted to see what else I had posted. <laughs> the news of the Goosebumps uh film prospect no. uh i've seen i've seen stuff here and there and, I, and i've seen a lot of excitement for it i feel like this goosebumps thing was past my oh time. yeah yeah it was so around my time I'm not, I'm not really even aware of what yeah. it is yeah i don't entirely know what that is isn't that it's like, like some books and yeah it's like, like, um, books, like some horror books directed at kids yeah it's like what rl stein did after fear street which was the like young adult sort of like is a little bit older than what he did next which was goosebumps which was kind of like campy really simple easy to read sort of like every chapter ended on a cliffhanger like and then i opened the door and <gasps> it was a breeze <laughs> and what, what? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then a breeze came in oh. <laughs> but was like it a scary breeze yeah and then they got they, t- they turned it into like a series on uh ytv post are you afraid of the dark and so it was kind of like the spiritual mm. successor to that but there's a new they're going to make a movie. Mike White is attached as part of the screenplay. There's right. a bunch of people writing this thing. Um the director's somebody who's done a bunch of garbage comedy, but Jack Black's attached. And the story which I originally read and I was like I don't know how I feel about this, but then I was kind of like, well maybe is actually that like it's sort of just like oh a kid moves to a new town blah blah blah, but like he moves next door to RL Stein who, like, is a slave to the monsters that he writes, and the only reason he writes the books is so that they can, like, stay out of our world and in the books. And then, like, uh, they all get released and stuff. And I was like, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And I was kind of like, with, <laughs> I was like with Jack Black and Mike, Mike White attached, because I like when they work together on stuff like School of Rock. And I was yeah. like, I'm, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not, like, and I'm not excited about this, but I'm like, Cautiously optimistic. Yeah, okay, it sounds, a horror movie it for sounds kids. a little like adaptation for kids. Which, <laughs> yeah, which or is like adorable on its cabin face. in the woods for kids with all the monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. It could right. be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not saying I'm, I'm excited for it, but I was just kind of like with those names attached. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I gen- generally like what Mike White does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For the most part, yeah, definitely. Good Girl was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Did he, um, he directed that, right? I don't. Think I know so. he wrote it. I think he wrote. Maybe he wrote it. Yeah, maybe directed it. I'm gonna go ahead and look it up. Yeah, you look it up. Yeah, enjoy that. 
Uh, <laughs> they've announced uh, Justice the Justice League movie. I was going to bring that up. Follow uh, the Batman uh, and Superman movie, also directed by will Snyder. Be, yes, Jack, Zack Snyder's been announced as Which, the director for that too. It's like when, when I'm, saw, I'm like, ease up. Yeah, we don't need to announce anything about that movie until you figure out if this one's going to work at all. I know, like the overstuffed cast, like yeah. Yeah, too many characters going on. I was just like, why is Zack Snyder the DC guy now? Like, yeah. Like, I hated Man of Steel. I know that not everybody did. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It just seems weird to put all your money on one horse as a director. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what Marvel's doing is so interesting is by giving it their properties to people like the Russo brothers. Yeah, who trying are like, you know, things TV out, you know. people. But we have too few, we have too many projects being handled by too few people. Yeah. Whereas, like, they, just J.J. Abrams and Zack Snyder are doing yeah. everything. And like neither of them are really fully proven as, like, are they really that good? Like, J.J. Mm. Abrams is pretty... Spotty for me. Yeah, super spotty. And, uh, you know, uh, It's starting to look like it was kind of like um, a fluky. series of flukes, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. Because, I mean, I hated what, Super 8. J.J. Abrams? Well, yeah, like, I mean, the first Star Trek was great, but then the second one, yeah. I mean, I hated it. But uh, I liked his <laughs> Mission Impossible 3. Yeah, me too. Um, but, yeah, so I didn't like Super 8. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I fucking hated Star Trek Into Darkness. It was so bad. Just terrible. <laughs> just like, just, just, oh, and like, I don't know. It's kind of, you know, it, I was a little irritated way back when I was, a, you know, watching Tim Burton's Batman and he was all like, I've never read a comic book. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I know, yeah. I can tell. I saw your movie, <laughs> which I liked, but also things were like so off. But, uh, you know, there weren't any good comic book movies back then, so it yeah, didn't matter. So like, hey. But like when when J.J. Abrams like is openly saying, you know, I don't even, the, the, all that philosophy in Star Trek is just too much for yeah. me. I'm like, well, <laughs> then you shouldn't be the one yeah. making that movie because that's what it's about. Out. It's yeah. not. A, ugh, it's not Star Wars. It's not like that's why it's you know. Different. And that's the thing. The like the rabid fans of that thing specifically. Yeah. Are very rabid about the finite details yeah. of it. Definitely. So yeah, like it, it just does seem like a weird mm-hmm. like. And and it's not separation. like Chris, like DC had like Nolan, but that I mean like that was only Batman. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just you, you can have and that one. Out fine. And then yeah. he's, you know. It's not like they handed him the keys to everything. No, like he can oversee or something like that. Or like Marvel's doing well, where like Joss Whedon is kind of. I was like, going to say it'd be he's like, like do the him... Avengers movies, yeah. but not the other ones. And exactly. Just oversee. It'd be like if he all of a sudden went things. and made every Marvel Marvel movie after yeah. Avengers. It's yeah. like, eh. yeah. And just deep, well, DC know doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. No. They're they're just desperately just swinging for the fences here, yeah. and just like they got their guy, and, you know, they're 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 all in on Zack Snyder. Yeah. And again, I think if this if this Batman Superman romance fails, uh, it's like they're all going to have to just retreat. All the camps just like fucking back up, mm-hmm. take a few years off, figure it out, and then come again because it's going to be a colossal failure <laughs> if they do. Like it's I. You I, mean the, the the latest one coming? If, in. Yeah, if it doesn't yeah. work out, like if it isn't a fucking great movie, it's yeah. just going to be you know so many jobs yeah. lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I but don't like, know. I mean, the, the was this did the superman movie do as well as expected i feel no. like it did no man of steel it was it was a disappointment right yeah so you're already starting from behind and you already have people who hate <laughs> i just feel like dc can build themselves like. as the camp that just doesn't make very good movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> like why is there all this pressure to compete yeah i don't know man it's just because their hero bases like their their catalog of characters just yeah. doesn't work today yeah yeah there's not there's no there are no crimes that are solved by running fast anymore yeah. <laughs> it's all over with you know there's no crime under the sea <laughs> 
They're that, talking about that we know about. Yeah, yeah. I heard about Jason Momoa is up for Aquaman. I'm oh like, boy, oh, just hold on. When did Superman and Batman become not enough? Yeah, for a movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just settle down. Just Seriously, get, just get your two big guys right, and then worry about the rest. Totally. You know? Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. I mean, I, I obviously, I don't know, I have a hate on for him kind of anyway, just because I find, like, I don't know, I was so disappointed after Dawn of the Dead, like, so excited about him as a yeah, director yeah, with Dawn the script from James Gunn. He, that he, shouldn't still, have been he had that me good. with Watchmen, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I support his Watchmen. Yeah, movie. I fully do. I think it's good. No, um, I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's so, great. Yeah. 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 Um, the changes that were made were very few. Are you? Have you read the the graphic no. novel? Oh, nor had I. So I mean, I'm not like a, a yeah. like stringent about that world mm-hmm. or anything. I just like the world that he created. Yeah, cool. Which yeah. is like the, I've been meaning to watch. It. Most yeah. of the problems with Watchmen as a movie are because he's a little too faithful to the the source material. But it, I mean, the, a lot of the cynicism and humor of the source material only works in that medium. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to you'd have to rethink the entire thing to have it be a comment on superhero films and how they are viewed by yeah, it would be mm-hmm. a whole other picture that you'd be yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you'd have to really turn it inside out so it doesn't quite work I think he did the, about as good a job as anybody could have done yeah. with that movie I really enjoy it I've read the graphic novel over and over again I just reread it like a month ago yeah it's just the greatest I'll I like, may rewatch the to movie it. tonight yeah no, that's no. why I reread it I'm like you know I'm gonna watch this movie again yeah. because I all this stuff that's going on with him like maybe. Maybe I was too light on Watchmen, so I reread yeah. the graphic yeah, novel. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm going to rewatch the movie very shortly. Okay, and then I, right mm. afterwards, watch Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Literally right afterwards. I'll lend you my uh, graphic novel. Cool. Norman. It's fucking wonderful. Also, uh, side note, this is personal stuff. Oh. I'm finished with your Henry Rollins talking from the box. Oh, right oh. now. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that all? Just so you know, yeah. you're not gonna no. like talk about it or anything. That was all right. Oh, yeah. this just in on you next Wednesday, <laughs> Greg. I've got your movie. Yeah. Well, I ran in here late to the. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I had to bust onto the like onto the scene. Here you, I am. You did. You like dynamically busted onto the scene. Yeah. So if you don't know what that is, it's Henry Rollins' spoken word uh, film from 1990 or something. Yeah, like yeah. 92 or one or something. Yeah. What uh, What did you think? Uh, I liked it. Didn't love it. It was yeah, okay. No. I yeah. liked where it went more than like the the first stuff. I don't know. There's some of it where I was just like I don't know. I'm kind of torn on Rollins. So yeah, yeah. He's like, not nearly as clever as he thinks. He I, is. I, yeah, no, yeah. No. And it, it, some of it kind of seemed just like I don't know. How when did he start doing the the, the spoken word a stuff? A little, a little. That was the first big release. Okay, yeah. Because he, he's pretty new to it. Yeah, it just seems like somebody. There's moments of it where I'm like, I can see the process on his face. Where yeah. it's just like, I see what you you think you're doing. You're yeah, like, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, bust, yeah. Like, like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a couple of times too where it seems like, like to do they're stand like stand up, but like not yeah. actually stand up. Yeah. yeah, like the safe version of doing stand up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where like he'll say a little clever bone moth. Um, and then, but, but like, you can always tell that it's just like this vague humor and, and these sort of like obvious points juxtaposed against his scary demeanor kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, uh, oh, I'm scared enough to find the philosophy in that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, it did, it's to, like he's bullying you yeah. into. It did get to some cool places. Oh, yeah. When he sure. tells the whole story about Joe Cole, mm. it's pretty, yeah. pretty, it's pretty intense. intense. I saw that thing when I was like 15 or something yeah. like that and was just getting into Henry Rollins and. Yeah. Black Flag and Rollins Band and stuff like that, and it blew my mind. I was like, this is awesome. And yeah. I had just so much all at once because mm-hmm. I got that and a double CD uh, that was of, from that same era 
that it, it was two discs, way too much for spoken word from Rollins, but there yeah. were some really amazing stories on there. The best stuff was when he's just telling stories from his life. Right. He's yeah. not trying to tell jokes, but well, yeah. he is a good storyteller, so those were the funny ones. Definitely. Like, about, like working in these weird chemical plants and stuff like that and all the shit he did when he was a teenager. Right. Uh, and trying to be cool in Washington and stuff like that when he yeah. really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, and that stuff all really works. And so when he does his spoken word... And he's just being a guy telling you stories about definitely. It really works, and he got good at much, much better at it. Because I saw him uh, ten years ago or something at Convocation Hall, and he talked for like three hours, and I was in a really horrible wooden chair that shouldn't like I shouldn't have been comfortable for three hours listening to anyone talk. But he totally held my attention. It was great. Definitely got less, you know, trying to do weird stand up as he went along. But yeah. When I was 15, that being my (laughs) intro to him, along with like having all these fuck like end of the silence, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, black flag damage and stuff like that. I was like, well, this, this is the coolest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Well, thanks for bringing my tape back. I don't have it here. Well, I was just saying I was done with it. I'll get it back to you eventually. You're done with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm done with that thing you gave me. But uh, you can't have it yet. <laughs> Figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Delightful. Is there... Oh, you know what? I saw a movie. That's what oh, I really? To talk about. I did see a movie. Movies are cool. I'll bring up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who like who doesn't we like movies? I don't we know. Talk, we didn't talk enough about those. <laughs> right? I saw uh We Need to Talk About Kevin. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I like for the listener, we both made the same noise, but I turned to him as he said it, and we locked eyes and realized we just did the exact same yeah. thing. And then we both stopped. <laughs> Nice. I felt like an idiot. <laughs> Have either of you seen that? I've been me. It's, oh, it's another one. I say it all the time. It's another one of those movies. Just like I, I wanted yeah. to see it so bad. In I theaters. haven't seen it, but friends of Dan have seen no. it. <laughs> no, I wanted they to see it, it so bad, and then like I didn't get to it in theaters, yeah. and then I was waiting for it to yeah. hit Netflix, yeah. and then it did, and I didn't get to it. Yeah, yeah. me too. Oh Three wait, it was on, on the Netflix. Netflix. It was on Netflix. I think yeah, it's it is. On on, it is. I watched it on Netflix yesterday. Oh fuck, on the yeah. old Canada Netflix. Oh. Um. So yeah, it was a, a movie about a sociopathic child and the mother who tries to deal with it yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. That's and, old Tilda Swinton, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John C. Riley's in it, and yeah. an interesting adaptation because the book was written all in the in the, as a book. It's just all as letters, like that uh, are being written right. by by the mother. Right? Oh, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. Um, I really so that's why the whole movie is just her sitting at a desk. Yeah. Yeah. I really didn't like this movie. No, oh, you didn't like. Oh, it. Oh yeah, no, this isn't a good movie. Uh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be, it right? It looks really great. Yeah. And I, uh, there was a point while I was watching, I'm like, do I not get it? Am I just a, like a dummy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute here. Like, Am I dummy. too stupid yeah, yeah. to and watch I'm like, this No, movie? this movie just isn't asking any questions or offering any sort of insight. And then I'm like, why would you go through 16 years of a child who clearly has antisocial behavior, who's clearly harming animals and other children, mm-hmm. who's a total mess, and the only outside uh, opinion they try and get from a doctor is like a hearing test. That when he's like four, like that's it. Like there are other avenues to explore. Uh, our our son has been killing kittens lately. We fear he can't hear very well. Because yeah. we're like, we're hey, like, don't kill, yeah. don't kill those kittens, and please. He does it so we figure he just, just can't hear us. Do it. <laughs> and uh, I like Tilda Swinton a lot, but she's just yeah. like she just looks like shell shocked in every scene, no matter what's going on, and it, it it's a. Uh, uh, the 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 timeline that you're watching it bounces from 
back and forth through time. You, the only way you know what time period it is is how long her hair is. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's just like a kind of artsy mess. Like, I really think that they missed the whole point of what – like, I don't know why I watched this movie when it was over. <laughs> I don't know what it was saying about anything other than, I, well, they're clearly bad parents. This kid's insane. And now we're done. You know? Yeah. What 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 was I looking at? Like I, there was no commentary on how to parent a severely troubled child or why they're that way. Or it just it doesn't touch on anything except for like, look at this weird fucking uh, flashback way I told this story. And our hmm. cinematographer is awesome. It's the cinematographer from fucking the Avengers. Which I uh, oh, sorry, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, right on. And it looks awesome. The photography of the movie is fucking beautiful. But yeah. What a disappointment! I was so Bummer. like, yeah, all right. I mean, I'm on board for this like fucking fucked up, cool movie, but no, nope. because that's all. That's all I ever heard from it was that ooh, it's like so great. Yeah, I, th- like I think it just like, fooled people with yeah. being vague and you know this hard to follow timeline. Yeah, and like a lo- and long, long scenes of inappropriate, like not inappropriate, but like. Uh, against the grain music going on where something really horrible is happening and but what you're hearing is like a really kind of up quirky old timey country song you know yeah mm. it's just like oh i see and they're like you know mm, this is very uh, clever <laughs> yeah yeah I just, yeah all right just weird yeah like, i heard no i'm not stupid man <laughs> <laughs> You're not saying you're, anything. You're screaming at the movie. <laughs> no, no, this is your fault, movie. I'm yeah. not stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, I want, I want to check it out. I, but now it, that's yeah. interesting. I, I, yeah, it's. I mean, it was pleasing to the eye the whole time, and I was thinking the whole time because, but mostly, I was like, "What am I not seeing? Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. am I?" But then it's over, and I'm like, "What did you? What did, what happen did here? I not see? What fucking yeah. happened here, man?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not a lot of anything. Just nothing to say. It was a total bummer. Because yeah. again, I really like Tilda Swinton. The fucking photography of the movie is wonderful. Uh, and the performances, I guess, could be fine if there was something to say. But there's yeah. literally nothing to say. Hmm. Yeah. The entire time. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Let's I've... not talk about Kevin. <laughs> That's okay. That's the other thing is no one ever talks about Kevin. Right, as the title talks about that, that's what we need to do is talk about Kevin. Not only does well, no that's one why talk, that's why they need to talk. No, about him. yeah, they do, but no one even expresses the need to talk <laughs> about Kevin at all. No teachers, no family members, no any, but no friends. No one is like this kid is fucked. There is something going on. It just Tilda Swinton being like. <laughs> well, originally they were going to title it, <laughs> but they had. They had arguments yeah. about how to yeah. spell it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vegas, no one expresses the need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> that's well, like, it, you just fucked up so Isn't bad. Maybe, that what the movie might be about? Maybe that's the twist. <laughs> maybe uh. it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it a twist speaking, or a metaphor? Speaking of, yeah. <coughs> Casey and I were trying to figure out <clears throat> what we were going to talk about in our itty bitty tidbit committee. Yeah. <laughs> And Casey was like, Kevin, and you were like, nah. Nah, let's, we shouldn't talk about Kevin. <laughs> and uh, we, <laughs> we we watched a trailer okay, for this movie called uh, The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, really? Yeah. Which I was reading an article on like someone like really like, oh, man, this movie is going to be the movie. Holy shit. Yeah. Tearjerker, bro. And it, it's like a uh, tearjerker, bro. Tearjerker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> Peter Trevor says a tear <laughs> It'll jerk your tears and smell your dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh 
It's a movie about a girl with cancer, uh, but doesn't have and clearly doesn't want to go any of the subtlety or uh, softly comic, wonderful tones that something like Fifty Fifty had, mm-hmm. and just be like blatant, like oh man, it's a teen bullshit. I don't know romance about cancer and just like not giving a shit or something. And <laughs> the strong themes are cancer and not giving a shit. Don't forget bullshit. <laughs> or like three central themes. Yeah, this sparky young girl has cancer and she's going to hanging out at uh, you know cancer <laughs> cancer meetings. <laughs> Why is this funny? That's what I was going towards. Yeah. Anyway, uh, where like Mike Birbiglia <laughs> is hanging out with a fucking guitar and yeah. just phoning it in, it looks like. And uh, which, I don't know. I guess he's you, know, you got to get paid. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm all for Mike Birbiglia he's getting the paid because he is fucking yeah, awesome. I have not he's seen this best. trailer. I'll have to. It oh, just man. he looks to be doing the most broad comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. Character. I don't know why he's there. Yeah. <laughs> so the girl is like, oh man, I'll never fit in. She goes to high school, and then the handsome guy who used to have cancer is like, hey, what's up, beautiful? And they're going to hang out for a while, and then he's got a smoke in his mouth, and this is what we were laughing at. Is, uh, she's like, oh, you have a cigarette? That's crazy. You, you're in remission. And he's like, uh, it's a metaphor, because you got to take the thing in life that uh, that's going to destroy you. You put it right between your teeth, but you never give it fire. Yeah, because, Met- that's a metaphor. That's a metaphor. I, 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 I don't believe it is, sir. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a metaphor. <laughs> that's great. Uh, you beat cancer and everything, but... <laughs> <laughs> now that you're out, crack a book. Yeah, if you can stick something in your teeth, it's a metaphor. <laughs> it's a metaphor. <laughs> oh, oh, man, oh, I was eating I, popcorn I, last I, night. I, 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 <laughs> I was eating popcorn last night. I got these, all these metaphors left over. <laughs> uh, yep, that's number two of Casey and I doing the exact <laughs> same, thing. same thing. Reaching for the same low-hanging fruit <laughs> joke. <laughs> That's what we do on this podcast. Who could get to that (laughs) low-hanging joke faster? I mean, maybe this movie is just being mismarketed or something, but it looks just like the most awful... Oh, it looks just fucking nightmarish. heavy-handed pile of fucking crap. Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, man. What a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of metaphors, (laughs) should we get into the metaphor-filled film roulette? Yeah, Yeah. stick it in my teeth, buddy. Oh, my God. Let's go. (laughs) But don't you light it. No. (laughs) No fire. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or buzzed about. This week, two of us went and saw Only Lovers Left Alive, the new Jim Jarmusch film, and the loser has to go see something shitty. The loser had to go see Haunted House 2. I have a name. Yeah, you're a loser. <laughs> no, you're the loser. Uh, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey lost last week and gave us the Yoko Ono and the Plastic Ono Band LP. Um, and we'll talk about that, and we'll also roll to see who gets to go see Spider-Man 2 and a loser film that we will reveal later just to, you know, keep you hooked. Yeah. That's how you play. Um, so as I said, Casey and I, we got to head out to the theater, mm-hmm. and uh, we saw Only Lovers Left Alive. This is uh, Jim Jarmusch's latest film with Tilda Swinton and, and Tom Hiddleston, mm-hmm. and uh, IMDb describes this film as a depressed musician reunites with his lover through their romance, which has already endured several centuries, 
is disrupted by the arrival of an uncontrollable younger sister. Uh, that's a little bit of a. That's. I mean, that ha- not, that stuff all happens. That happens, yeah. but that's not what it's about. That's not technically what the movie is about. That's a part of the film. Yeah. Um, the younger sister, played by Mia, Mia Wasikowska. Wasikowska. Um, who else? Also in this movie, we got Anton uh, Yelton, John Hurt. Yeah, John Hurt was um, great. Uh, some other people. Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright again. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about him. Um. <clears throat> so. I guess to pave the way, I'm kind of hot and cold on Jim Jarmusch's films. Okay. I, 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 I never went for Broken Flowers, which was always really? weird to me because I love Bill Murray. Oh, man, yeah. I love that movie. But I, saw I just it, rewatched it. Just I saw it at a time when I kind of wasn't down for those movies, so I feel like if I was to rewatch it... When you it, say those movies, like, you mean nothing like, happens like Jim Jarmusch movies? movies yeah. Because like, it, like, I think that's really indicative totally. of... Totally. Like, if I was to go back to when I watched Broken Flowers and showed myself, like... Wendy and Lucy, which is now one of my favorite movies of the last decade, I've probably been like, you're crazy. Yeah. So I, I've come around <laughs> yeah. shortly oh, after re-watch. that. I just rewatched it, and I, I liked it even more. It's only my third time seeing it, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, even more. Yeah. It's a great repeat. Movie. Yeah. But I've, I've also liked some of his other films. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, so what uh, what is your overall on this one? On, on Only Lovers Left Alive? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I just was, awesome. I thought, it's funny. It's it's just it's weird it's, as fuck. It's, and there's a couple of there's a couple of Jim Jarmusch little nods to his audience, mm-hmm. uh, like a couple little lines where I'm like, you're talking directly to your audience mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, but it, it's a weird like again. The, I brought up the Jeffrey Rush or Jeffrey Rush Jeffrey Wright yeah. uh, scenes in which he plays this like total comic relief yeah he's like a doctor like, giving tom hiddleston blood yeah yeah but it's, it's all it's those scenes are kind of like straight laugh scenes totally just there for the laughs and for like the oh like th- this movie is just a wash with literary references oh my and, god yeah uh but not not in a gross heavy-handed way no and in a way that th- those literary references are funny too because it's like the characters are kind of talking about like because they've lived for centuries, all mm-hmm. these like Have literary. Have said they're vampires? I think it's generally yes. known, but I think I, yeah. yeah. All right. Did I say it in the uh, no. in the thing? I said, uh, oh yeah, I, I, they don't say vampires in the no. thing, but... and they don't say vampires in the movie either. Oh okay. no, that's the yeah. near dark thing. No using the V word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah well, they say vagina <laughs> <laughs> instead of vampire. Yeah, they go, we are vaginas of the night. <laughs> Yeah, it, so like as I said, it's about sort of uh, Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston. They play lovers. That at the beginning of the film, they're not together, and they sort of decide to reunite. She yeah. comes to him, and he lives in Detroit, in sort of he a li- like he, he lives in the least populated city in the least populated area, area. of that city, and he just lives in this house alone, making music with his like gear. And if you're a gearhead, or if you like oh music gear, God. I was just like, I want to live in this room with it's all a, of this gear. <laughs> it, like, the, the, I, I want to live in that fucking movie. Like, I know. Everything is shot so beautifully. Yeah. Uh, everything in Tangier is shot so fucking beautifully. Um, and, yeah, he's, like, but making yeah, music. But, yeah, that and, house is, oh, uh, like, because it's, like, this dilapidated kind of, like, and just, like, books and, and records, records everywhere. everywhere. I spotted the Ultra Glide and Black LP in the background. I was like, yeah, it's an awesome album. I want to live in this house. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like and everything is, like, analog recording yeah. uh, equipment. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Totally. Just fucking beautiful. And so, yeah, Tilda Swinton, like, visits him, and uh, they kind of just hang out, and then sort of the sister character comes. But the whole time, Tom Hiddleston's making music. 
music, and Anton Yelton is kind of his manager dude who's keeping like the he's sort aura of like of his mystery, Igor, like, like his sort of de facto like. Uh, yeah. I know Igor is a, a totally different property, but like he's sort of like his human. Um, yeah. Uh, kind of go out into the world and get me That's this familiar. Shit. I guess, yeah, or... they call sure. them zombies in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Call he those... calls he calls humans humans zombies. zombies right. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, he's kind of like distributing his music and keeping like that mystery, mysterious like uh, musician mentality around. To yeah, build his popularity. Like this is the first time. Like I, I believe this is the first time in his whole existence. And he he's he'd written, uh, uh, composed, uh, uh, like famous uh, like pieces. Yeah, famous pieces of throughout history. There's through, a lot of references, right? Pieces oh, of music okay. and whatnot. Um, he he's been an artist, but he's never been a known artist. Yeah, and now his music is known. Uh, like his because he's become completely disenchanted with the world and with the way the world is and how contaminated humanity is, uh, they, that they have to get their special blood, like the special kind of pure blood, um, uh, because they don't want to feed on humans. Yeah. Uh, partially because they want to remain hidden. And also because, like, feeding on humans you can get sick from. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they don't want to feed on humans because because human blood is, is now tainted. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and they hang out with John Hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, who plays uh, Christopher Marlowe, uh, which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, that you go, oh, okay, I guess Christopher Marlowe was a vampire, <laughs> uh, which is like a, like a really cool idea. And they don't make a big deal out of, no. uh, out of it yeah, or anything. Yeah. There's just a scene where uh, she indicates a picture of William Shakespeare, and he's like, ah, oh, <laughs> So it's... Uh, yeah, he's just mad about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, but it's... Uh, it's uh, man... What a fucking movie it yeah. is. And it is a Jim Jarmusch movie. Oh, yeah. Man, but it is, is it ever. It is slow accessible. as shit. I think yeah. even if you don't like his movies, I don't know. Like I found that there was moments, and I don't know if he, they get compared a lot, but there, I, like, I found there was moments in, in the way the action was blocked that were almost um, Wes Anderson-esque. Yeah. Like, I, I could see people it, it that was... like Wes Anderson making the jump, because there's a scene in some of the stuff in the hospital that's kind of being played for comedy. Like there's a, there's a way that Tom Hiddleston leaves one of the scenes that is just so funny and reminds me of a way that like, like Wes Anderson can make somebody just being like, okay, I have to go now and like running, yeah. like be really funny. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there was a scene specific in this movie that kind of hit that same thing. It's like, it's funny throughout. I don't think it'll turn people off that aren't. No, no, it's, it's, it's quite, it's not like, Bwah. yeah, the weird thing about it was, uh, <laughs> it's not like your boy, it's not your major, you know, boilerplate. Bwah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 the, the the audience was packed. I went saw it last night. Yeah, me too. Uh, the audience was packed on the weekend, and oddly, it was like an audience for Grown Ups too, or something. Yeah. Like because the audience, the packed audience, to come and see a Jim Jarmusch movie. People are just yelling at the screen. Like, really? Yeah, he's a vampire. Really? <laughs> yeah, and like, and like yelling out like shit, like Costanza lines, like that had to hurt. Oh my god! What? There's when I'm trying to think of when they would say stuff like that in this movie. There's no op- opportunity they for it. They found ways. And the funniest thing about it was, I was just talking to somebody. I can't remember who it was about uh, Jim Jarmusch when he was on uh, The Simpsons. Yeah, it's one of my favorite Simpsons appearances ever because it's him. He sits down to watch a movie. Movie, and Jim Jarmusch sits in a movie going like, oh, where are you going? Don't go in there. Oh, I can't believe she went in there. Yeah. Who's that guy again? Yeah. 
which is a really funny concept. And yeah. then I'm watching a Jim Jarmusch movie, and, and people everybody's are doing that. like throwing their popcorn and shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see it at Varsity? Yeah. Okay, I saw it at Varsity on the weekend, and it was packed, but it was all, a lot of old people. Yeah. And so there was a lot of laughs, but they were all at sort of like the literary references and stuff, yeah, which course. made me. I was like, oh, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of laughing, and then looking around to see if people notice you yeah. laughing. <laughs> see, I know. I got that joke. I got the joke, everybody. <laughs> Um, no, I yeah. brought some fruit. <laughs> I really, I really, really like this movie. I thought it's, it's amazing. The, and and I mean, we've talked about Jim Jarmusch's uh, music in the past. I think we did it as a punishment album once, and and I remember thinking it was a fine album, but it was kind of boring. But the music in this is amazing. Yeah, I really like. Oh the music. man, it's so good and very reminiscent of Dead Man of the oh, music yeah. in Dead Man. It's that not Neil Young, obviously, amazing. but it's yeah. uh, it's 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 all sort of under the pretense that it's his music. Yeah, and everybody's clamoring to get his music. They want right. to hear his music because it is. It's brilliant, and they play bits of it. And I don't know who composed it or anything. It's but him. Who Tom Hiddleston? No, Jim. Uh, Jim oh, it's, he, it's him he and his band composed everything. Yeah. Oh, okay, Squirrel and also another name that he uses. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. It's really cool. It's just really, really kind of like a, a reverby kind of discordant at times. Yeah, yeah, like kind of ambient, like yeah. wall of noise kind of um, with like uh, simplistic live drums and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but like almost like almost like um, my buddy, my bloody Valentine, that, by yeah. way of a uh, Nick Cave or something. So because mm-hmm. so it's got that All really right. like it's like washy <laughs> reverby stuff. Really yeah. cool. Really yeah. fucking cool. And just. Just funny and looks fucking fantastic. Oh, so I don't know. I, I was just, it, it, I just, I drank it in as yeah. as punny as that is. Like you, you really, the movie just really lets you take in like the cinematography. You take in the the sort of. I mean, they don't go to a lot of different locations. There's a few sort of that they return to over mm-hmm. and over again, but it always looks nice. The sets are amazing. But it also doesn't look inaccessible. Like, Tangier looks like if you were in Tangier. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't, like, romanticize anything. No. It just shows you a street corner for, you know, it's like one of those amazing, like, fucking long, long shots of somebody just walking down a corridor yeah. or something. Um, but you really, you get such a sense of space. Ah, yeah, ah. great ending. Sorry, I just grossed myself out. But yeah, fantastic <laughs> ending. Yeah. No, I, I, oh, I boy, just... boy, what a movie. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Man. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait to see that. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. You should definitely check it out. See it on the big screen. The music and the uh, cinematography, for sure, plays yeah, yeah. really well in theaters. The sound design was really cool, too. Yeah. I don't know why I've been noticing that so much. Oh, Tom, Hiddle- Tom Hiddleston is he's so good, fucking brilliant. And yeah, Tilda like Swinton, yeah. obviously, is as good. She's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anton Yelchin is great. Yelchin. Yeah, I really liked his character. He's he's great. Yeah, he, like he, he. I thought that his yeah, character that was good. was just so like I don't know. He's like uh, I don't know, like just his being like that kind of like gopher guy. Yeah. I don't know, just like he like means well and like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he kind of wants he to be the, the friend or whatever. He yeah, he's like the guy who like is like oh I'm friends with all the cool mysterious guys. Like, yeah, and he's and so like tries to emulate that. Like he does that really well. Super Mia Waskasin yeah is is great. <laughs> Oh, she almost steals it with uh, the sister. Like so funny, but but like they almost use her exact like perfectly. Yes, absolutely. Y- you know, like it's like it's like this anymore. Movie and you would yeah, have been exactly. I don't want to give anything away either. Uh, so I almost want to stop talking about yeah, it. No, but it's, I think we 
Yeah. It's oh god, we damn nailed it. It's it. So good. Yeah, yeah. another <laughs> another <laughs> successful one. Oh, we with a steak. Yeah, yeah. Put a steak because in it. we put a steak the in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. With a wooden bullet. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Oh, that was a cool thing too. <laughs> um, oh man, really well researched movie too. Yeah, man. check it out. I de- like. I mean, if you don't like Jim, I don't know. I found it accessible enough. I feel like people that are into at least seeing kind of weird and wild movies, if you have any kind of interest in that, you would. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to see things happen. Don't don't see this movie. Yeah, but enough. I don't know. It 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 pulls you in. I thought it absolutely does. But, but it I think that yeah, if you're go. if you're somebody who who needs for there to be a certain amount of action. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean just in an action movie, like even in no. a drama or something like yeah. that. Then this probably isn't for you. Yeah. But yeah, definitely mm-hmm. loved it. Oh um, fuck, man. Yeah, it's one of my favorites so far. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the best of the year. Speaking of best of the year, <laughs> I can only imagine that uh, a haunted house two. Is one of the best of the year. This uh, is described on IMDb as the the plot is having exercised the demons of his ex. Malcolm is starting fresh with his new girlfriend and her two children after moving into their dream home. However, Malcolm is once again plagued by bizarre paranormal events. Uh, yeah. This is Marlon Wayans' joint, directed by Michael Titties. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the perfect uh, pronunciation, Michael Titties. Yep, I'm just gonna say it and, and own it. Tides. Oh, yeah. T-I-D-D-E-S. <laughs> Tides. I don't care. From now on, he's Michael Titties. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. Yeah. Um, so what'd you think of Titties? Yeah. Were you confused having never seen the first? <laughs> I was, actually, at the beginning. Very confused. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I just, I gotta say, I uh, I don't even know how, what to, um, <laughs> this isn't even a movie. It's no. I don't even know what the fuck I saw. A I, series I was, of random gags that, that aim at the lowest fuck, common this is, denominator. This is an abysmal piece of shit. This is out of control. I, I, this is okay. I knew I was going to see a bad movie. Yeah. I just thought I'd see like a bad comedy with mm-hmm. bad jokes, like a scary movie or something yeah. like that. A little crude and like whatever. But this was uh, <laughs> <laughs> out of control. Yeah. And so it it and the movie just starts and it's very. I didn't. I was like, is this a scene from the first one? Where he's in a car with some other guy who's really not funny, who talks really fast, and his girlfriend's possessed, and they crash the car, and then they set it on fire and just leave her, and like, and then that's the I am assuming the that the like, first one, I, I, I have, I, I mean, I've pushed it in my mind, but am, yeah. I can only imagine that the first one ended on some sort of like. Uh, paranormal activity esque, yeah, yeah. like oh, I got is... drugged somewhere. We were in the car, and then a scare, yeah. and that's the end. Kind of, so, so I was, it was just that was like probably the continuation. Of, yeah. of the I was story. sort of jarred into going, well, "What's happening?" I was like, "Did I miss something? Am I late?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it's just so it's, it really leans on these paranormal activity movies, but it's mostly. Mostly, it's trying to do sinister. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, which I'm like, why? That was that movie successful? I don't feel like it. was. I think it was fairly it was really successful. horrible. Uh, I know. I've, I've seen I've people about sinister <sighs> before. I've seen people say it's like one of the better horror movies the last. Sinister. Um, get out of here. Those the, people are fucking like stupid. it's half of an okay movie. It's yeah, the first half's good anyway. Yeah. It, oh, uh, sinister. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this is not a movie because it's just. It's just Marlon Wayans with a video camera, and I feel like he made it in his apart at his house over a weekend. Yeah, just <laughs> ha- called some four people he knew and was like, "We're gonna do this or something." I need you to show up and do because mo- it's a lot of him alone talking to the camera. 
Marlon yeah. Wayans? Four million. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, think about like million. it's the para- paranormal. Four million. It only cost them four million dollars. Yeah, it that's shouldn't amazing. Have cost that much. Yeah, I could make this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, opening that weekend, it almost like made nine, challenge. and uh, total gross, it's made just over fourteen. Yeah, as of the money 25th. in the bank. Yeah, so maybe they'll make another. I don't. Know, I, I hated this so so much. Yeah. So, yeah, he is like cuts to a year later or something after they run away from his girlfriend in the car. And now he's with Jamie Presley and her two kids. Oh. And um, we got Jamie Presley in there. Yeah. Uh, and and Missy Pyle shows up later, too. Oh, I like Missy Pyle. It's not enough. No. Uh, so, okay, here's things that happen. So he's in the house and it's like there's cameras everywhere filming what he does. And she, at one point, is like, hey, look at this weird doll I found. And it's like a, you know, two foot or a foot and a half tall, like, old-timey, creepy-looking doll of a girl. And uh, he's like, that thing's weird. Get it out of here. And then she leaves. And then there's probably a five- to seven-minute long scene of him fucking the doll. Uh, And it's extraordinarily— Sir, did you say five-minute scene? Yeah, it's really long. Have him fucking. Are you doll. exaggerating? No, it's, it's no. or literally it's so long. No, he that's what it was like in the first one. In the fr- in the forever, yeah. and it's multiple position scenes. He's eventually buck naked, uh, yeah. and have like you know like like spitting on it and like like really porno esque. <laughs> I could. I was just stunned and yeah. uncomfortable. There was a scene, it sounds a lot like the first one because there was a scene in the first one where it's like a ghost and then like he the ghost like makes him have like rough sex with it and there's a, yeah. there's like a montage where it's like all the different ways the ghost yeah. is having him fuck it. it forever. For a long time. Forever. Yeah. What? I don't know. Because I mean I, this is Casey, I'm not even it's 13, funny. I'm it's not funny. even 13 minutes oh, into the movie when okay. this happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's super funny. Yeah, people don't have sex with dolls usually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, why it's funny. Yeah. Because so generally that's that's antisocial thing that behavior. Right. But I mean, the payoff of that joke is immediate. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you get that doll out of here because I'm not saying yeah. it's a good joke. Get that doll out of here because I don't like it. And then she's gone, oh, no, I'm going to fuck the doll. Yeah. Yeah. But then to drag it on like Forever. that. Like, that's not dragging on a joke to give it more life or anything. No. It's not like that kind of Kaufman-esque thing. Yeah. I wonder if that's what they thought they were doing. I don't doing. know. I don't think nobody thought about anything in this. Marlon Wayans is a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, He's the worst. Oh, Jesus. He's my least favorite Wayans. Jesus Christ, is he terrible. But uh, he was great in uh, Requiem, Requiem for, for a Dream. Dream. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Anyway, anyway uh, so, I mean, this happens immediately. He fucks this doll, and then he throws it out the window, but then the doll is always in the house. And then, like, the main plot point for the whole movie, if there is one, is that the doll is then, like, uh, uh, writes, like, I miss you notes and stuff and, like, wants to get into, has a Facebook page and wants to be in a relationship with him. <laughs> so he's trying to. <laughs> you has just a genuinely page. laughed at that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit it. No, no, <laughs> no, no, because I was kind of like, all right, yeah, um, yeah. That's maybe the best thing that happens is the doll has a Facebook page and is like in a relationship with. It's complicated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, so, and just so much of nothing. I should have written this thing. Happens all the time. And there's all this really clumsy uh, sexual humor where, like, because Jamie Presley clumsy has sexual a, humor from a way in. Yeah, has a daughter who's a teenager. And she, her storyline is just some wooden box that has something in it. 
And well, they go for a box I'm joke. So, I'm so not. Yeah. Casey and I, third time, we looked at each other. Yeah. And, <laughs> Didn't uh, even bother saying it. He's trying to figure out something and goes in there and opens the, the, the big wooden box and is looking for stuff. And then she comes in. She's like, Mom, he's touching my box. And he's like, I want to touch your box and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, he was touching my tight little box. And he's like, that uh, box wasn't all that tight. I was in there up to my elbow. Uh, and like this scene goes on for like four minutes. Like, oh, Lord almighty. Uh, there was one of those in the last Tyler Perry movie, by the way, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, they, and then the other, only other joke that they keep on beating to death is his neighbor is this Mexican guy and everything that... Uh, <sighs> oh, it's that uh, Iglesias guy, too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the worst. And, yeah, so, and Marlon Wayans will say something very stereotypical, asking, you know, if he does yard work. And then the guy goes on a fucking rampage of like, you're racist. Why would you assume that this and that and that and that? And then at the end of it going, yeah, but I do. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. balls. I do yard work. And then, then it's with like detailing cars. And then it's with uh, tequila. And then it's with what his name is and how many family members he has. And if he goes to the, the, the flea market to buy chihuahuas. And every time it's along where he says something, he's like, you racist. And blah, 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 for three minutes. And then like, no, but we do that. That it's joke like, doesn't you, even like, pay off. You can't tell once. the same joke five yeah. times in one. Yeah, movie. that's not a that's not a callback. No, that's one specific hack <laughs> joke. Yeah. Oh, just oh. Over over. And so, yeah, it's just like this is the movie. The whole movie is just this. Yeah. Marlon Wayne's constantly talking to the camera and screaming in a high pitched voice at nothing. Like nothing happens. I don't know what the story is. I don't really don't. How, so I, what's what's the ending? The ending is he's in the basement pretending to be dead, and the guy from the beginning movie shows up, and then his ex girlfriend comes down the stairs, and Marlon Wayne screams into the camera, and then it's the end. Yeah, cool. Yeah, sounds pretty good. <laughs> I can't believe I was just so put off by the sex scene with the doll, uh, which he keeps calling back to, where he like like he want he keeps on wanting to fuck the doll because that's funny. It's really funny. <laughs> It's a fucking doll. Uh, yeah, there was a lot. Then there were a bunch of like weird, like fast motion, uh, multiple position sex scenes. That seems to be his, his it's bread like, and butter. I feel yeah. like he just wanted to make a movie with a video camera where he could have porno sex with a doll and then like fake porno sex with Jamie Presley. And then, then uh, like, I'll just make a movie around that. He met her at a yeah, party. He'd he already, her at a party he'd already taped like, yeah. those two things. Yeah. <laughs> those had already happened. He's yeah. like, I can turn that into a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just like there's a there's a review on IMDb that's funny because it, it's by somebody who says that I that they enjoyed the first movie and even bought it on DVD. And so <laughs> when, when I saw this was coming out, as with the first, I didn't have high expectations. But just like the first, it was really awful. Is this Bollywood Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie so much. I bought it on DVD. Yeah, and uh, that all and the, it sucks as bad. All as the, the jokes second. are rehashed, funny moments from the first movie. Don't go see it. Like even someone that enjoyed the first one was yeah. like, "Ah, yeah. come on." No, this I don't even understand what I was duped into watching. Like this yeah. is bullshit. Like just I, I, I would be so. Embarrassed? How could you possibly put this up as entertainment for someone to watch? This is yeah. out of control, terrible. And like, how can you let? How can you have? Oh, what God! This the, the doll fucking scene was one of the most confusing and uncomfortable things I. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, 
a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. I wish I had filmed it with my phone just to show you and be like, this really happened. (laughs) No, but I already saw it. (laughs) I saw the first one. Yeah. And I've never seen any of them, but you described it, and I'm pretty sure I'm picturing exactly what it is. Yeah, 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 because he gets, like, butt naked, and he's, like, and and it's so, he's so sweaty. Mm-hmm. While it's going on and up close with the camera, like and... it's just like you know that the scene is just like okay, I, it'll be funny if I a- end up having to fuck this doll. Yeah. So okay, let's get the doll, let's get the room. Here I am. And then it's just like okay, I'm gonna fuck the doll now. How many ways can I do this and which it'll be funny? Okay, I'll do it this way. I'll do it that way. And then it's just like that's just then they edit it all together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like it's like a series of sketches that aren't sketches. Yeah. That are just one joke, and because they're shooting them that way, I guess you know. Yeah. It's just like oh, the funny idea is that'll do this, so let's find all the ways to make it funny, and then we'll just put them all in the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's a super edit. And yeah. Wayne's ha- like literally having sex with a doll. Yeah. <laughs> just, just. Uh. Just fuck you, man. <laughs> Just fuck you to death. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> no, like it's. I'm like, glad you had to see it. Oh, but it's like God. this and the and the. I always want to call them the Seltzer Brothers, but it's that uh, <laughs> yeah. Seltzer yeah, yeah, yeah. and Fuckface, yeah. Aaron or Seltzer and, and Friedberg or whatever. I don't like, know which one's which, but it's Seltzer and Friedberg. Yeah. Um. How is this a bad? Like this is the greatest model. Yeah. Like it, it really is too bad that they suck, but business wise, it's the greatest model. Yeah, you don't need to do anything. No. You don't need to labor over a script or anything. No. You no. get this thing done for four million dollars. You're guaranteed to make, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, triple that. Yeah, whether yeah. it sucks or not does not matter. Yeah, well, it's, so it's, like, it's 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 fascinating. Yeah, they, don't, they don't think about it at all because it's just like they have all this. So when he's not having sex with a doll, he's watching videotapes like in Sinister yeah. wearing the cardigan uh, of the something that's sort of like the guy the, from Slipknot or whatever that's in yeah. the, <laughs> all right. Sinister do, trying to do all of the mock all, all the kills that are shown yeah. in Sinister like hanging all the people at once from a tree and drowning people in a swimming pool but he keeps screwing like he, whoa I fell on my balls instead of <laughs> You know. What? <laughs> like, like, but it doesn't come to anything like that whole. Wait, like he, like he's watching funniest home videos. Yeah, kinda? yeah, funniest uh, ghost home videos. Right, right. Uh, like trying to murder people but hurting your balls instead. 
Casey I one. I want to not find that funny. You, well, the, the description of it is much yeah. funnier than the. Yeah. I can see that the outcome. Like but I can, in my mind, like, I can see how that would be actually kind of a funny. Scene. I can see that too. Well, yeah. it's just him slipping on a tree and falling and landing on his crotch and going, oh, yeah, and yeah. falling on his side. Yeah. And it's just like, come on, yeah. 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 Try a well, this little is, bit. This is the thing about these movies, and that from from hearing them said to me again, like I can understand how moments would be funny, mm-hmm. but it's when you do. Okay, so you have a ghost. He falls. He hits his balls. I almost laughed at that. Yeah, I don't yeah. find that not funny. Right. Right. I'm a human being. We all watched <laughs> America's Funniest Home Videos because people fell off the roof. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But like, if you do that, okay, that's fine. But then you need to find another way to do it to make it funny. That's not just. And then this yeah. time but, he hits his just, balls on the branch. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. one, it's the house. And right. Sure. But it just like, but they just leave that alone. Then, like, it just stops being the sinister storyline at some point. And yeah. Then yeah. There's like a, an exorcism, I guess, on the daughter. And that doesn't really. Oh, then there's Cedric the Entertainer in there. Great. Yeah, that's a that's a big. Who just goes on the uh, this? I I don't remember anything he said, but he goes on this rant, a really really long one at the end of the movie, and I'm just like, what is happening here? What are we talking about? What yeah. What does the he do? Fuck like, am what? I watching? What do you mean? I mean, I know he's an entertainer. Yeah, it's in, it's in his name. <laughs> yeah. No, what does he do in the movie? Like, what? he plays a priest who ha- carry, oh, okay. who has a gun. Yeah, like a pistol. Oh yeah, okay. Because I I did see a trailer for this at the yeah. beginning of that Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, it's just this. Oh. I remember him being a priest with a gun and yeah. thinking, "Oh, that's the whole thing." Yeah, yeah. It, it is the whole thing. Just like, oh shit, that priest has got a gun. Yeah. It's not supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> it's highly unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, Dan, what movie did you recently see with a priest who had a gun? Oh, uh, to be the best in yeah, 1993 right. action film, yeah. right. and I, it was great that that priest had that gun. Sure, that yeah, was hilarious. Probably. That was a movie, movie where the old priest with a gun trope worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's leave this on the fact that yeah. four people wrote this movie. Four people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't that. like 16. Really, I'm surprised it wasn't just Marlon Wayans. Yeah, so am I. Because I don't, I don't know. I mean, he must have had to accredit somebody like as a favor. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no. Possible way anyone but these wrote things, these, anything. Like, one one person writes like a a bare bones skeleton bullshit thing, and then a bunch of other people do punch up, which means they add the dumb dick jokes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is because this is just him in a video. Game. I feel like it's just a crazy person filmed his. He watched a movie and then reacted it out in his house over the weekend, and yeah. then now I'm, now I'm supposed to buy that as a movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you and your whole family. Except for Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy's genuinely funny. that guy's actually funny. Fuck and all, you man. know what? Uh, I'll leave. I'll let Keenan go too. I'll let Keenan Ivory go too. Keenan Ivory because I I have liked him in this. Yeah, yeah, I like. I'm gonna get you stuck. Good for him for putting the whole thing together. The whole reason any of them have a career, yeah, is because he put together in Living Color and he got the fuck out of the way of the camera. Yeah, you know he made he made a couple bad movies and was like you know what I'm not supposed to be in front of the camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So, because I said Casey lost last week, you gave us an album. Uh, yeah. You gave us Yoko Ono and the Plastic Ono Band. Uh, Which I also listened to. So. Re- yeah. Released in 1970 on December 11th. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a divisive album, as you mentioned last week. Um, yeah. And one that one of two that were recorded by the duo, sort of, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, with, with very similar album covers. Uh, yeah. John Lennon did his as well, Plastic Ono Band. Yeah. Uh, so, I'd never heard this before. Right. No. Yeah. Um, I've heard one of the more recent Yoko Ono albums. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I didn't. Yeah, and you mi- said it was hate. passable. Yeah, it was okay. It was cool. It was interesting. How, how did it compare in terms of product? Because um, 
<laughs> this this album is terrible. Yeah, I it liked it. You liked this? I liked this. <laughs> the whole thing, or just uh, you contrarian the, bastards? No, no, you didn't like. I this. like this. Yeah, you're insane. I'm not. You're crazy. I started I out the, liking it. I liked the fir- mostly. I liked the first side. I found the second side got a little bit too. Sort oh, of. Oh, 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 oh. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I thought the second <laughs> side. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the second side got a little bit too like <laughs> I liked that stuff. I was into that. There wasn't the second side was a little bit too like atmospheric. It wasn't sort of aggressive enough and I liked the first okay. side had the jam band with the aggressive stuff. I was into that entire side. I loved it. Uh, I really dug I, okay. it. Uh, the first song, Why, which is only like 5 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it started off and I'm like What's going on here? I like, was so into oh, the shit, production at the this? very beginning. I love the Before production. she started warbling yeah. out whatever <laughs> bullshit was coming that, out of like, her if, face. If it's only peppered, yeah. it's only on this song, and I can be down with this as starting this album. But then the second song is like slow, loose blues yeah. for 10 minutes. The yeah. second song is why not. Yeah. Or ten, why. I'll or tell why. you why not, because it's <laughs> a terrible idea to have a slow a blues song, blues riff or something like that with no changes. No. no tempo changes. No, the, the no first song doesn't changes, change either. Just her going, yep. yeah. <laughs> over top of the thing at a much higher pitch than I can do. Oh, and the cool thing. <laughs> Wait, keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just sounds like Carol Channing to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I hated this so much, man. But Ten yeah. minutes of that? Ten fucking minutes? And the first song had some kind of like a little experimentally guitar stuff. Yeah, so like, okay. Oh, I really like the band. Does, I really like the band. The guitar does on the first things song. every once in a while, but just every her, once in a while, literally just going. I, I like the band's con- contributions for them for the most part. Almost straight through. Yeah. I agree that the why not does get a little bit repetitive and boring, but I did still enjoy the music behind it. Ugh, sure. I thought Again, I thought Lennon's guitar work her, was really cool. Her vocals from this whole thing, then you might have an interesting atmosphere texture piece. But it's I, so distracting. I didn't find it distracting, but I do understand. I do understand that like it's it's an it's an all or nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. either just, you don't care or she's you just will doing hate it. the one thing. Yeah. Over and over, except for the album where she has an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah. My condolences to John Lennon if that's the way yeah. she actually Because it's all leading up like normal sex sounds like yeah. uh, uh not yet, not yet. And yeah. then when she when the orgasm parts come, this is on a different <laughs> album. No, oh, no, I don't no, remember this that. This, album. Oh, this one, yeah, second side in the what's it A R or something? Yeah, it's called like Touch Me or something. No, 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 oh, it was me. the A R A O S. Yeah, see the second She's side, like, uh, 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 and then the orgasm part comes in, and her orgasm is just. Wah! <laughs> 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 For two minutes, I yeah. found it hard to pay attention to the second song. I started. Ah, you're faking it now. Yeah. <laughs> I liked. I didn't mind Paper Shoes, the final song. Um, I don't know. I thought the first side was really cool. I didn't didn't hate the vocal stuff, but I can understand why. I didn't like. I do also understand that like it is the one thing over and over again. Yeah. And there was definitely moments where I was like, "All right, you need to be able to find other things to yeah. do." But I didn't hate it. I was into it. I was working mm-hmm. to it, and I was like, I'm jamming out to some of this stuff. I, felt, uh, <laughs> I, felt I didn't think that this was as punishment of an album as we've had in the past. Definitely I, not. Oh, I've heard worse, absolutely. Because, again, I liked what, what's going on musically. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. That, that really wore on me. Like, uh, the whole... 
It's sure. It's all very repetitive. Yeah, but yeah. Like we, we found, I could easily just be like, I see gonna... how this is a texture thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, atmospheric. But her just doing the one thing on every song over and over. I don't understand. Yeah. What, so and what I'm does not... this make her like? I don't understand how this makes her any. Well, what is she doing? Is this, did she come up with the music? She not. She doesn't play anything on the album. Mm-hmm. She just does that. So it's like you got a band together, so you could just go. Yeah. Like, like it just seems like a like <laughs> not minutes, a lot of effort man. on her part. Yeah. yeah, like she just brought in some dumb hippies to just go like here jam out on some bullshit, and I'm just gonna fucking yeah. And I will say, <laughs> I will say thing. that I'm not a fan of her art, and I'm not like what I've seen. I in high school, I actually came to Toronto with my uh, art class from uh, high school, and we went to a Yoko Ono exhibit. And I remember being really mad about it. I remember yeah. just being like, say, one of the things was like a apple t- with a bite taken out of it up on a pedestal that had rotted, but the lipstick was still around the bite. And I was just like, fuck off. Yeah. And yeah. there was like a hammer hanging from a roof with like a thing. And I'm like, whatever. I'm not an art critic. I don't know much about art. But I just remember being like, this is what I came to Toronto for. Like, this art sucks. Yeah. And then being like, and it's Yoko, oh, no, what? And then, but yeah. I really like this album. And, but I do like, it is kind of a time and place thing, and it is also sort of. I've seen her. I've actually seen some of her stuff on YouTube where she does like uh, per- vocal performances with weird, like avant garde musicians and stuff. Where I'm just like, no, you're just doing the yelping thing, and the guy's doing something really weird on his guitar. Yeah, yeah. He's doing something interesting, and mm-hmm. you're just really just doing the same stuff over and over again. But it, weirdly, it worked for most of it on this album. And I did sort of lose paying attention on the side, second side. Yeah, so. well, you missed the sex song. Yeah, I barely even remember that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it's unmistakable because it's normal sex noises for a while. Yeah, well, except Long for while. the male end of the sexing is. Oh like yeah, a... which is my favorite thing. <laughs> so like, it, it's like uh, she's going like uh uh and being like like yeah. like a woman having sex, but then they're like sort of simulating the male part of the sex with a uh, with like a cello or something mm. very low, like a low bowed instrument. And uh, so basically, the effect is it just sounds like a woman having sex with a walrus. Oh, baby, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was very, I went into this with a very open mind because mm-hmm. I've heard, I, there's been things that she's done that I'm like, well, this isn't horrible. She's not like the worst person who's ever been or something yeah. like that. But. You know, there's a reason that she's been mocked so much because of this. Because it's just, this is just, I don't know. I couldn't buy, I don't know what I was supposed to think when I listened to someone just do the same, you know, yeah. over <laughs> turkey noises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just don't know what that means. I, I don't, I, that's, that's what it is. I don't, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. At all. <laughs> I don't have, uh, nothing. <laughs> Uh, you know, man, maybe if I was there in 1970, I would, yeah, I don't I, know, maybe something. I would love, I would love for her to explain to me. Like, I'd love to sit down with her and have her explain every song to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, what does this song mean? What was the intention behind yeah, yeah. this song? Was there an intention behind this song? <laughs> Are you just fucking around? Yeah. I don't, know <laughs> I don't need that. I, 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 I don't I need don't, that at all. I, I, I will not, I, honestly, I'll never I listen to this again unless it's to play it for somebody to go, listen to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm done with this album. Yeah, I know. Like, I'll come back to the first side once in a while, but I'm not going to run back to it. But yeah, I will. Uh, I didn't hate it. Yeah. Well, you yeah. listen You'll to walk the briskly back. Song. I'll listen to the first song. Listen to the, the walrus side. sex song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Sweetwell, uh, Greg lost, and he, uh, from yeah. the sounds of it, had a great week of two things oh, that he man. really did not enjoy. So bad. Yeah, what a crummy. And I know that Greg week. has not. Have you lost recently? I haven't. No, so you've got a real deep pocket of albums to and uh, reach got, into. I have outside people helping me out. Yeah, giving me ideas. Oh boy. So I just want to. If it's a listener, I hate you. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna give a little shout out uh, <laughs> to friend of the show uh, and drummer for Champion Lover Eric Tokar for uh, sending me. A suggestion. Oh well, which I when I hear what it is, I will say what I think of Eric. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whether or not I I investigated and uh, like, oh yes, this is absolutely what's happening with this horrible week I had. Um, there's a California band um, that you're not going to know who they are when I tell you the names. They're called Radical Something. Like, um, were we supposed to guess? No, or? they're called Radical Something. Okay, yeah, and uh, they have an album from 2011 called We Are Nothing. And Ooh. It's a, uh, I picked that one because they have a couple. I picked that one because the whole thing is on Groove Shark. Okay. All 16 songs. Great. Um, and I almost want to just pause the show for a second so you guys can hear a sample of what it is. Okay. So, anyway, let's pause for one okay. second. All right. We just heard Radical Nothing. <laughs> radical, radical something. something. Radical something. Long hair, don't care. Long, Long hair, hair, don't, don't care. care. That don't song. Care, don't care. Uh,. <laughs> Yeah, not only was it uh, thoroughly boring in the first uh, yeah. ten to fifteen seconds when the rap started to get, yeah. oh. I was never bored. Yeah, I, I'm the, actually really looking forward to it because yeah, yeah. it's lyrically amazing. Yeah, yeah amazing to listen and to. The, guy, and make fun. the rapping guy, I think it's the rapping guy. Anyway, his name is uh, Josh Cocktail. Oh boy! <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's the best rap name fucking ever. <laughs> Casey's gonna find his new favorite album. I'm I'm serious. You're Josh excited. Cocktail is the best <laughs> name for anything. It's pretty hilarious. I I think you're excited. I feel like you're excited. I feel like. Because I I there can see the of these I can songs. see the potential to, for for hilarious like things to find in this album yeah. to make fun of, but I do also see the potential to be two songs in like oh man <laughs> oh yeah well how I, much I, more I just want them all to have an intro like that one does because it the intro is basically just. It was an organ or something okay. like some sort of synthy thing going? Yeah, for for the Wait, first. I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, for the first bit, I was like, "This is like a rate. Like, is this a, like it sounded almost like anti music? It yeah, sounded like started... a weird like. So these are some kids we're gonna make fun of that are in like a yeah. bedroom somewhere making yeah. music. And I, I was like, okay, maybe this is actually gonna be really cool. Like because <laughs> it, it really sounds like people who are just. Like who don't know how to play, but what then it becomes playing. sort of like too just slick standard. to not. Yeah, it just becomes just standard. Well, look forward for more of this next week. We'll be talking. Yeah, in we've, depth, we've already talked a great in deal in depth about, it. about this album. But first, we are going to roll for next week. Oh, we're going long this week. Mm. Um, so this week, huge release, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Uh, I'm worried about this film. Yeah. yeah, it looks like there's <laughs> going to be some great action in it. I didn't like the first one, but uh, looks I like there's some great action. Still haven't seen the first one. one. Maybe I'll have to check it out before I go see this if I get time. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but uh, the loser, and we've decided, is going to have to go see <sighs> yeah. a new comedy film that I have read prominently features a dog shitting all over the place in one extended scene. Yeah, uh, from the reviews, uh, the other woman. Although I have heard that one of the stars almost steals it and almost wills it into being good from Andrew Parker or somebody. I think it was a Toronto reviewer that said that. I'm not 100% sure. 
Don't right, quote well, me. Well, that but, sounds uh, wrong. But, but <laughs> yeah, I, I've i heard nothing but that this is pretty awful. Yeah. yeah. Cameron, oh, yeah. For, it, it stars the fucking vacuum of talent known as Cameron Diaz. Yeah. I don't have a hate for her. Oh, I, I I think that there are none less talented. I don't think she's <laughs> particularly talented. I don't know. I she's don't, no but Josh I, Cocktail. Yeah, she's no <laughs> Josh Cocktail. All right, Casey's rolling. Take it from me and roll, buddy. All, All right. right. He's rolling Amazing Spider-Man or The Other Woman. Which I almost want to see. I saw the trailer for it. It just looks amazing. Yeah. Okay. But I really want to see a good movie. Uh, He's rolled a three. Oh, yeah, three. three. Okay. All right. She's all, right. all dicey. I'm rolling. That's a five. five. Oh, man. I was just kidding. I don't... Roll high, buddy. That's a one. one again. Oh, That's dude. My third roll of a one. Greg in is... A row. Jesus Greg fucking is fucking Christ. up. Oh, my God. The other woman. Yeah. Don't you fall in love with that other woman. Don't you Greg. fall in love with that other woman. <laughs> Get that nut. Get that nut. I'm just deflated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, speaking of deflated... Chest. There's like... Wait. You need to inflate because we're talking about 9021. Oh, yeah. Oh. 9021. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's get Ugh. into 90210. Yeah, Relay. We have all been watching episode of 90210 season one, taking turns uh, as the relay would suggest. This week it is Casey's turn. Yes. Um, next week it'll be my turn and so on and so forth. Uh, working our way through the first season of this classic show. Uh, yes, and this mm. episode is long and boring. <laughs> okay. We're an hour and 12 into this episode. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> settle, what do we got here? What's settle the fuck in. Yeah. I'm trying to, uh, uh, sorry, I don't remember the name, so I'm actually just trying to look it up. Uh, higher Education, that's what oh, this right. is called. Okay. Um, okay, so it starts out, once again, with the longest opening ever. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that fucking theme song down. Yeah. Doesn't need to be five minutes. No. Yeah, get to the bar now, now, now. Yeah, yeah that's now, now, the only part any of us want. Yeah. Um, okay, so it seems that uh, Brandon is uh, working at the Peach Pit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and he sees his history teacher, who's a stuffy old cranky man. Oh. And and he's like, hey, Mr. Teacher, it's nice to see you. And he's like, I don't like to talk to you because you're a student and I hate everyone. And you don't know my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stop calling me cranky teacher. I have feelings. He does have feelings. We'll find out later. Oh, um, wonderful. Yeah, so the cranky teacher is just cranky. Uh-huh. Um and so uh and Steve is like like uh, Brandon goes to Steve and he's like geez what's that guy's problem and Steve's like yeah he gives new meaning to the to the word hemorrhoid <laughs> well, he, <laughs> what is he, he growing out of your butt Steve he doesn't really yeah. he's a mean teacher uh, that's the teacher I hear you you get that teacher if you sit on wet concrete for two if <laughs> <laughs> you sit on wet concrete. You're automatically enrolled in his class. Oh, God, this guy makes my butthole itchy. Uh, so um, so that happened. So so we set up that Brandon's worried that he's not going to pass history. Oh, boy. Um, so then he talks to the old lady. Uh, what, do you, what do you mean? Andrea? Oh. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, I can tutor you because you're stupid in history, but I can tutor you. So he's like, all right, sweet, let's do that. Um, 
Does she want to fuck him? Like, is she? Has she got a thing for him? I don't know. I'm it seems. Sure. It kind of seems. I feel like they're going to get to that. That's probably yeah. got to be a thing eventually. I mean, how many? Because she doesn't interact there. with anything. The only reason she's ever there is to give him assignments. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's going to turn out to be like she's like the she's like Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense, where she died like a long time oh. ago. <laughs> she great. doesn't talk to anyone else but him. <laughs> That'd be so great. The newspaper doesn't even exist. <laughs> I hope that's what happens. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's what's going on with Brandon. He wants to get good grades in history, but he's yeah. too stupid. Well, this is compelling TV. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, well, wait till you hear what's going on with Brenda. Please tell me. You know what Brenda wants? What? To be blonde. Oh, so that yeah. is her whole story. I hate Brenda. She sucks. <laughs> she does suck. Um, <laughs> she's kind of awful sometimes. Too. Really like just a shallow, horrible human yeah. being. Like, yeah. Nobody else is really good as an actor on the show, but no. she's especially terrible. She's really bad at the acting, but the, I really hate the character. I think uh, she's a piece of shit. Well, she doesn't have... <laughs> I've only seen two. She oh. doesn't do anything. No, no. But in the ones I've watched, and from what you've told me, she's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I may I may have already watched my next episode. <laughs> And, I will and say all she, the rest of she them. She doesn't buck the trend. Yeah. Oh, no? She yeah. just continues to She suck. continues to have dubious morals and ethics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, she's supposed to be like, the whole, like I came from Minnesota. We're the wholesome good people. And there's like the vapid and shallow uh, yeah. Beverly Hills. But she is, by and large, the most shallow and vapid yeah. human being on the whole well, show. Well, she does get really self-conscious because what happens ultimately is her and yeah. Kelly... Go and talk to uh, to Dylan because yeah. they're all fawning over him because they love Dylan. Right. Who, by the way, is wearing overalls with only the one strap. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. F Y R. My episodes too. Yeah. So uh, so they're like, "What kind of girl do you like, Dylan?" <laughs> and he's like, "I like blondes." And they're like, "And Brenda's like, but I'm not blonde? even a blonde. I have this stupid Minnesota hair." <laughs> and, uh, and so she's like, "I gotta fucking um, go to the to the." Haircutting place for three hundred dollars. Yeah, and uh, so that's what's going on with them. Really? Now let's go back to Brandon. Yeah, the old lady is tutoring him in in his room. Yeah, but his parents aren't worried because she's (laughs) probably already past menopause. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) that thing you were saying earlier about low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. so she's like, so she's just trying to help him. And he's like, I don't know. Okay. I'm not good at history. Oh, and I'm not like you with your stupid brain and everything. And, and she's like, and your pension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, not like you with your mints and your hard candies. Yeah. I like eating dinner at seven. Okay. Not four 30. <laughs> I don't need the early bird special. I got an extra buck. <laughs> Um, so he basically is like, fuck you for trying to help me. You're stupid and a nerd. So she fucks off all mad. Yeah. I think um, I hate Brandon too. Uh, he's <laughs> well, he's great. erratic. Sometimes. I think he's got mental issues. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like sometimes he's like, Hey guys, I'm just hanging out and I'm just like the charismatic face of all of our friends and our hilarious misadventures. Yeah. But then other times he's like, I fucking hate that. <laughs> I fucking hate that. I'm just going to stand in the corner about it. Yeah. yeah. He likes to tell everybody how to live their fucking oh. lives. Man. And sometimes he's racist. Back, yeah, oh, yeah, and then sometimes racist. he's racist, but then sometimes he's racist while fighting for the rights of races he doesn't <laughs> understand. So it's a mixed bag. Uh. Um, so then Steve is all like, oh, don't don't argue or don't uh, fucking study with the old lady. She's too old. Why don't you come swim in the pool with me and we'll study there? Yeah. So I was like, yeah Steve right. knows where it's at. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah. So that so they're talking about so they're hanging out at the pool and and Steve's talking about his I feel like parents' many divorces. This is a trap of some sort. Yeah, uh, come study uh, in my well, pool. <laughs> it didn't seem like a trap so much as a flimsy pretense for some love. <laughs> uh, it wasn't though. Oh, uh, it just it was actually for mutual respect because they're talking about divorce and everything, and then they have a laugh and they're like, ah, "Yeah, we're just buddies having fun," and then um, they just stop to tell each other what great guys they are. Oh, so Brandon nice. goes, "You know what, Steve? You're a really great guy. You're a great guy. I like being with you, Steve." <laughs> and Steve's like, "You're a really great guy too, man." We're a couple of great guys just hanging out, being great. <laughs> I, they're really fast tracking this Brandon and Steve relationship because I feel like it wasn't present for the first four episodes. Yeah, well, sometimes Steve isn't even around for no. whole episodes. Trust yeah. me, it's not without its problems. Oh no, because Steve, Steve tells. Don't him, tell me there's trouble in Steve and Ice. Uh, <laughs> Steve and Dice. Uh, which, by, by the way, you guys, I've got two tickets to Steve and Dice. Um. But uh, so so Steve's like, yeah, just remember this one question. And so he tells him this random history question about which they keep saying Indians, which they're like, we must remember the plight of the Indians. Well, then call them Native Americans. Uh, Don't this call was them the Indians. 90s. Take it easy, buddy. Oh, yeah. You could, <laughs> they were still in, they were Indians still, and Eskimos. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah. So they're studying and Brandon is still stupid. <laughs> um, so then we go to the test. Yep. And uh, it turns out that all of the the questions that Steve told Brandon were the exact questions on the test. Oh no! So Steve, you didn't. Uh, yeah, he's cheating, Steve. Greg. On it, yeah. Oh boy. Oh. And he wants Brandon to cheat with him. Not Brandon. Yeah, both. No, I bet Brandon. he's got something to say about that. Uh, he doesn't like it, Greg, because he's not a <laughs> cheater. Because cheaters never win. But. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so that happens, and, and Brandon's all like, oh, man, I can't be a cheater. And then Brent, uh, uh, Brenda's trying to fix her hair up so she doesn't look like such a dumb idiot from Minnesota. <laughs> and then fucking Kelly comes in, and she's like, uh, Bren, that's not a hair do. That's a hair don't. Oh, shit. And I was like, you oh, burnt. come on. <laughs> Is this fucking 90210 or Saved by the Bell? So, uh... So she goes, so then Kelly's like, oh, well, I can fucking dye your hair for you. Why don't you just let me do it? And she's like, oh, do you know how to do that? And she's like, not really, but whatever. So, yeah. Uh, sold. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so then we got that Brandon. all my criteria. Yeah. Do you? No? Great. Uh, so now Brandon is at work again, and Cranky Teacher totally loves him now. Oh, good. Cranky Teacher's like, oh, you're Brandon, aren't you? Well, I enjoy you because you're a good student, and you got a good grade on the test. <laughs> so... Uh, so then they're back in school again, and they have another test. They have a test every single fucking, <laughs> like, every class they take with this guy, there's a test. Yeah, yeah pop quiz, hot shot. This is like hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, man. It, like, the similarities never yeah. end. Sorry, the metaphors. Um, <laughs> don't give a fire. Oh, they stick these tests in their teeth? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But they don't give them fire? No. Uh, so now the old lady comes back, and she's like, I want to study with you again. Uh, but he's like, no, I can't, because now you know that I'm a cheater. No. Um, or you'll know that I'm a cheater. So Brenda wants to go get her hair dyed again. They keep cutting back to Brenda going, boy, I really wish my hair was blonde. But then nothing happens. Um, everyone's proud of Brandon, but he feels super guilty about it. Uh, Brenda tries to tell Brandon. 
Oh yeah, Brenda comes into his room like he's trying to study. Like it's futile because he's dumb. Right. But she's like, you know, I feel like nobody like it's really hard to be a teenager these days. And I, if my hair was blonde, Dylan would love me. And <laughs> I just I don't feel good about myself as a person. And he's like, would you get out of here? I'm trying to study. Like, again, he's a total psycho. She's like, I just want some validation. And he's like, fuck off. Is that true, though? If my hair is blonde, will Dylan love me? I, yep. according I'd to like show, you more. Wait, actually, you know what? You'll <laughs> yeah. find out. Maybe not. Uh, I'd like oh. you more. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> what else <laughs> happens? Uh. Uh, Andrea catches him um, cheating, and she's super disappointed. Oh, no. Uh, and then uh, Kelly dyes Brenda's hair. Yeah. Whew, I thought you were going to say she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly dies anyway. <laughs> and then Kelly dies, but then Brenda's hair is. Uh, so she dyes her hair, yeah. and then she's like, okay, when you wake up tomorrow, your hair will be blonde. <laughs> That's not how hair dye works. No, no, no so. it is. It no. is. Um, Just take this pill, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then she wakes up, uh, and only to find that she's wearing the worst wig ever. <laughs> um, oh, but before this, she's looking in the mirror and fantasizing about herself having blonde hair. She's looking in the mirror and she's all fantasizing, and then it like transforms, and her hair is like blonde hair, but it's like this huge crimp. Like she looks like D. Snyder. It's yeah. fucking amazing. I'm like, that is what's sexy to you. And then Dylan appears in the mirror behind her going, you know, I think blondes are sexy. Uh, <laughs> it's also, it's also fucking gross. So then she wakes up only to find that she's uh, wearing the worst wig in the whole wide world. Is it actually a wig or? Oh, there's no way it's no, not No, I a mean wig. like. Oh, no, it's not supposed to be a wig. It's supposed to be her hair? It's supposed to be her real oh, yeah, hair. Her, her yeah. bad dye job, I yeah. assume. Yeah. yeah. And she's mortified. Oh, no. Um, oh, there's still so many notes. Yeah. Oh, my so God. Many We're now going to have things in. happen. Um, Where's David? But nothing in all of has this? happened yet. Oh, David doesn't appear. David is uh, David Allen Greer. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Don Nosel Johnston's in this. Uh, David uh, Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. David Austin right. Green. He plays David Silver. Right. That's way too many Davids and colors and shit. Uh, whatever. He hangs out with that little blonde ventriloquist dummy. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Now I'll remember him from that. No. Yeah. Yeah, that little blonde fella. Uh, okay, so. What? Oh yeah, so she wakes up with the wig on, well, with the bad hair. Yeah, and uh, Brand- then Brandon's talking to Dylan, and Dylan's like, "Yeah, man, you shouldn't cheat on uh, history because you're only cheating yourself or whatever, <laughs> whatever." <laughs> like, I didn't even know he Thanks, was school tough guy. Yeah, yeah. like I Dylan didn't know McKay. that was his thing was just yeah. to walk around school and going, hey, "You shouldn't do the thing that you're doing." <laughs> I'm out, uh, but that's what he does. And then, uh, and then Andrea, who I have written here is old Andrea. Uh, she's mad like she yells at him for cheating because he keeps cheating and she yells at him for cheating because she's like I got a C because you cheated and you threw off the curve because these things are- does anyone know what that means do you guys know what that means when something's graded Grading on, a, on curve? a curve yeah uh, I guess it averages everyone's mark out based on all the test scores 
why if somebody is that... does um, if somebody does super perfect and then uh, it's like, like, it's like if high school was communism yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, like, like if somebody does like a hundred percent then like the she would get lower because she like the closer because you are to that somebody else got I'm an idiot. A why am I even why am I even trying to but <laughs> I, I just I don't understand what the point of this is does it suppose it, you know what? it doesn't fucking matter I think it's I supposed, to, it's supposed yeah. to punish everyone that like does I don't know fuck off yeah. Dan <laughs> Dan doesn't know what you're yeah, talking shut about up, Dan. <laughs> I'll Google it. (laughs) (laughs) You keep going. Next up on Dan makes up definitions. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, so Steve. So then Steve comes up to Brandon and he's like, "Hey, I got the I got the answers for tomorrow's test." Jesus, Uh, a lot of tests. Always tests. Yeah. He's like, "Here, why don't you take them?" And Brandon's like, "No, I don't want them." He's like. Come on, take him. Come on. He's not offering. He's not asking for any money or anything yeah. here. So, like, if somebody doesn't want to cheat on something, you just go, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to cheat on it." But yeah. you go like, do your really? thing. Really? You don't he's want like, this? Come on. No, I don't want to cheat. Come on. I'm not a cheater, Goober. <laughs> and then he's like, "Okay, I'll cheat." Like, why does it? Why is he so invested in? This? Oh, he caves and he's going to do it. Uh, yeah, I bet he doesn't. Really? So then, anyway, um, is this when he yells at him? Yeah. So then the teacher comes in, cranky teacher comes into the peach pit again, and Brent, and he's like, "Oh, I'm still impressed with you, by the way, because you're good at because you get A's all the time, and a boy like you is very impressive. That's why I'm so impressed with you." Mm. And then, and then, fucking Brandon just starts yelling at him. You know what? I hate the way you teach your class because you. Uh, <laughs> Ask us to memorize things like dates and stuff, and people you shouldn't do that. It's a history class, you fucking he idiot. He does have mental problems. He did that to his dad too, because he was like well, he does when, that to his dad he, again in this episode. He was when he was trying to get on the basketball team, and he was being racist and stuff like that. And then he got caught being racist. And he was like, "Oh shit, I'm a racist." And then his dad's like, "Try hard tomorrow." And he's like, "You know what, Dad? Suck my balls." <laughs> Trying to make me play basketball. I'm like, you want to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. Don't lie. Yeah. Brandon, like, he's you mad at, piece of shit. He's mad at everybody. Yeah. I think he's bipolar. Yeah, I think he... I, I, well, I almost said that earlier, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. maybe he's bipolar. I yeah. feel like there's there's like a, a... They were trying to make him like... Well, you know how teenagers are really angsty and, they're, yeah. and emotional about everything. I think they were just lazy. <laughs> oh, you <yeah>, think? <laughs> With writing. <laughs> you think they're like, oh, in this scene. Now he's mad. Now he's not. No, make him mad again. Yeah. yeah. We need some dynamics in this thing. Yeah. Make him say the exact same shit in this scene, but mad. Yeah. <laughs> Just write in that he's mad. Just yell in this scene. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so then uh, the next day in school, a cranky teacher uh, embarrasses him going like, hey, well, you know, if you want to learn this way, why don't you do this or whatever? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he's totally embarrassed because cranky teacher embarrasses him. Oh, man. And then Brenda's mom tells her she's beautiful and doesn't need to dye her hair. Or, no, and that even though her hair looks retarded. She's still beautiful. She's still beautiful, which yeah. she's not, by the way. No. She looks gross. Whatever crooked eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then, and then again, Steve tries to get Brandon to cheat. Oh, Steve! Uh, and then uh, Brandon's like, "No, I don't want to cheat, but maybe I will also because there needs to be dramatic tension." Yeah. So he's walking home one night, and then he sees cranky teacher has got a flat tire, and he's like, "Hey, cranky teacher, what's up with your flat tire? It looks flat." And he's like, "Goth, ran out of like, air." <laughs> the, well, he's like, <laughs> it, the teacher's like, I, "There are certain things that I would rather pay people to do than than do myself." So I didn't bother to 
learn how to fix a tire. So then he's like, so Brandon fixes his tire for him. And he's like, hey, we're patching things up. We're kind of friends now. I respect you and you respect me. And then Cranky Teacher's like, uh, because like all throughout the episode, people are like, hey, Cranky Teacher, why do you wear such stupid clothes? Everyone thinks you dress like an asshole. <laughs> and um. <laughs> and then and then so like they're like hey you know you're you're an all right teacher yeah well you're an all right student um hey let me tell you about my clothes well my wife bought them for me just before she died because she knows i hate shopping so she bought me all these clothes just before she died and now i wear these clothes to remember her and then he starts to cry oh god and i'm like nobody asked for this information dude like, and this is your student who's just fucking fixing your tire don't cry about your wife in front of him. It's weird. Maybe he's crying because she bought him such retarded clothes and now he's, you know, locked in. <laughs> uh, yeah, she haunts me if I don't wear them. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's a ghost in 90210. Oh, my God. Anywho, in the interest of brevity. Yeah, how's this thing end? <laughs> uh, uh, well, how do you think it ends? Uh, Brenda, oh. Brandon learns a good, uh, yeah, good thing Bra- about not cheating. Brandon decides not to cheat, and everyone's better for it. What does he get on the test? Um, well, that's the thing, is that he, he decides not to cheat. But then the the teacher, in a surprise move, is like, hey, rip up your tests. We're not going to do that test. Which he hands what? them out to the people. He hands out these tests, the and then he's paper. like, now, rip them up. And not only that, but like he's the he's the stuffy teacher who does everything by the book kind of thing. Like he's It's an awfully flamboyant move like to fucking print out a bunch of... T- to make up a test, <laughs> print them up, and then go, now, rip them up. <laughs> what? Air guitar solo. <laughs> Put on my sunglasses. I'm a righteous dude. <laughs> um, so then he makes them... I don't know. He makes them write an essay about what being an Indian means to them. Oh. I don't know. And uh. then Brenda just uh, and then and then Dylan's like, "Hey, uh, you know, why did you fuck up your hair? You look like an idiot." And she's like, <laughs> and Brenda's like, "Well, you said you like blonde girls." And he was like, "Yeah, I like blonde girls." And brunettes and redheads and pretty much anything I can oh, get my dick in. How did you get all those hair colors? <laughs> what did, yeah, what, why don't you get eight different haircuts and maybe I'll think about fucking you? <laughs> and she's like, oh, man, then I did all this for nothing. I'm silly. And he's like, don't worry. I got a hairdresser who owes me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, he takes her to you his hairdresser friend. Yeah. <laughs> Teenager in high school. <laughs> who has a hairdresser yeah. who owes him a favor. Sounds like it was a shady deal. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, Brenda's getting a new haircut out of it. The, uh, I don't understand Dylan at all. No, no, no oh I don't. He's just he's just there to save <laughs> just, people or like give yeah, them a moral yeah, lesson. Just good at giving advice and partying with cheeseburgers and yeah. having favors nice and hairdressers. Cream. Yeah. Oh golly. Yeah. No time to do up that second strap on his overalls. What are you kidding me? He's got <laughs> he's got advice to dispense. Yeah. Easier to step in and out of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Sweet. Well, tune in next week for more 90210 Yeah Relay. I'll be watching another one and uh, telling you all about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, What episode will I be watching? What was that? Number? That was five. Five. I'll be six. All right. You'll be sixing it up. Sweet. Well, we're going so long. All right. Let's Um, get right into this. Get right into this. Uh, Play uh, play the theme song, boys, for TV Dad Cage Match. Let's go. (laughs) 
Oh, man, that was great. Really nice. Take it away, toys. Uh, uh, what's that, Chief? <laughs> <laughs> do the boys <laughs> Just do what the kids say. <laughs> uh, every week we pit two TV dads from popular sitcoms in a uh, – we pit them together in a fight to the death in Thunderdome. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've been moving through some brackets of TV dads, and we are going to find out who is the most bloodthirsty of the sitcom TV dads. That's right. Uh, yeah, so who's yeah. fighting? Today we've got uh, Alan Matthews, who's the dad from uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah. Uh, going up against uh, everybody's favorite TV dad, Cliff Huxtable from The yeah. Cosby Show. Um, I'm going to roll to see what weapons they have here. Let's do Alan Matthews first. He's got a five. That's a giant hammer. Sweet. Lots of giant hammer been uh, making an appearance so far. In this yeah, round. yeah. Okay, Cliff Huxtable has a uh, chainsaw. Also. Damn. Oh, making lots of appearances. Now I'm going to roll to see if Cliff's chainsaw is going to work. It is not. Cliff, your chainsaw instrument. does not work. Yeah. Um, and what's right. uh, what's his name got? Yeah. Uh, Big Hammer. Big Hammer. Yeah. Big I Hammer. See. Now, I, I was not familiar with Boy Meets World. I'm in the wrong age group to have watched that show. Uh, uh, I was in the I right age group. I watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, I... To, I but I I'm Learn. having a hard time discerning what this guy does. Yeah. Well, I read some stuff online, and he was the manager of a grocery store. Then he quit that job. Yeah. And his wife bought a business, and then he started running a sporting goods store. Yeah. And he's like, kind of like a nice dad. Yeah. And, and so you watched a few episodes. I watched okay. an episode from season one, and one from season six. Both episodes, he was kind of dealing with like having issues with growing old. Kind of like a fear yeah. of aging. Yeah. You know, he wants to be cool, Dad, but he's totally. too old for that now, man. Definitely. He's, he was, yeah, he's like a nice uh, advice-given dad. Yeah. 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 And uh, apparently he's quick to temper, but uh, apologizes immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and Huxtable. Yeah, Cliff Huxtable, uh, doctor, uh, lover of hoagies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Many, many, many children in his house. Yeah. He can't wait for them to leave. Yeah, he's exasperated, but he loves him, too. He loves him, too. Except for Sandra. Yeah, Nobody loves good. Sandra. He gives some advice, too, but a uh, very competitive man. Yeah. Cliff yeah. Huxtable, particularly yeah. with the... Uh, what's that? What's the game in the backyard with the... What do you call that? Bocce ball. Yeah, bocce ball. Yeah. Yeah, very competitive with bocce ball. He'll play it in any Was temperature. Was it bocce ball? I feel like it was something similar to that, like... Uh, cr- cricket ball? <laughs> Were you going to say cricket? No, I was going to say croquet. Crumpet. Oh. No, definitely bocce ball. Was it? it in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With the, uh, yeah, because I'd totally forgotten about that. But yeah, they were always yeah. stripping away layers because they're not cold and <sighs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Very competitive, and b- bullheaded. Yeah, is Cliff Huxtable. Yeah, and so Cliff Huxtable, mm. chainsaw that does not work. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, how do we see this fight starting? Uh, well, let's see. We got a man who's afraid to age. Yeah, has a fiery temper, but apologizes immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then a very competitive man with a broken chainsaw who probably wants to get out of there and have a hoagie. Yeah. So okay, uh, <laughs> do you think do you think Huxtable's upset that his chainsaw doesn't work because he's so competitive and that kind of sends him into sort of some sort of uh, not rage, but it gets him a little angry. Maybe mm, he's yeah, trying to know. get this uh, chainsaw to start, and he can't understand why. So he's starting to get a little upset. He and... also takes on a lot of home projects that he can't handle. Yeah, he really sees himself as kind of like a handyman. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. Cliff Huxtable? Yeah, he tries to redecorate stuff a lot or build things every once in a while to like fix things up, and he does it wrong. You know, yeah, he really yeah. He, he'll turn on like kind of a because of his dad. He has you know like a competitive issues with his dad. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, to be the man of the house kind of thing, to fix things up. So he might kind of be like. Maybe he can fix it or something, or mm. the the chainsaw. You think yeah. he's going to start fixing the chainsaw? Yeah, maybe. 
Um, so what's uh, kind of know, like, I'm trying to think. That? I don't know. What's uh, the Boy Meets World dad do while he's trying to fix it, though? Yeah, because he's just like a nice guy, yeah, right? Like kind nice of a benign dad. He's going to come over and try and help. And therein lies Cliff Huxtable's brilliant plan to get the him to come over to help, at which point he lifts the chainsaw up and catches him in the chin, gives him a little oh. uh, little Oh, gives him bump. one of the chin with, yeah. the, with the old chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. it just kind of goes, and then sends uh, Boy Meets World stumbling back a little he's yeah. a little dazed but also sends him into a rage because now because he's a nice guy yeah who was tr- just gonna go and try to help another nice yeah. guy yeah. and now he's been betrayed all right so cliff tuxable throws the chainsaw on the ground they yeah. start they do mano a mano uh no, duking no, because, it out fisty fight style. because uh uh boy meets world dad has still has a hammer yeah That's right yeah. okay but i think cliff is like now gonna blame the broken chainsaw on him you know like i had this thing handled and then you came along and yeah yeah, yeah. help yeah. yeah so all right hit him in the face with the chainsaw because he didn't need his help yeah, yeah. uh now boy meets world's got a hammer and they're about to duke it out what do you think is gonna happen you think he's gonna strike I see, like, if he's occasionally, if he's given to fits of rage, <laughs> I like, I, I'm worried now because you think he's just gonna like crack him over the head, yeah. kill him, and then be like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah, <laughs> I do feel like that. And Cliff, Cliff doesn't have his fucking chainsaw now. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got nothing. He he just like he just kind of clocked him in the face with the chainsaw, but yeah. now he doesn't have the chainsaw anymore. Right. What did Cliff? Didn't Cliff play some high school football? He's real. Proud oh of? yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. He can move around a little bit then, you know? Yeah, okay. He's not a so, small man either. No, no. Uh, okay, so maybe that happens. Maybe Bo- Boy Meets World Dad, I refuse to call him anything else, Yeah. Uh, come, starts <laughs> attacking with the hammer. Yeah, like uh, uh, maybe Cliff starts to kind of uh, duck and... Uh, yeah, he gets maybe ducks and contact tackles him. with the hammer, yeah. but not a death blow, just like, ouch, my shoulders kind of thing. Okay, know? yeah, yeah, he slams yeah, him yeah. in the shoulder. And but now Cliff? Dr. Cosby's got, uh, or sorry, Dr. Huxtable. Yeah. Has got maybe he's a little bit lame now on one side, yeah, because he got smacked. Do you in the, think he kind of takes a takes a bit of a run though and tries to tackle yeah. him? That way, he's trying to do a little football action. Yeah, on him. yeah all right. Yeah. With his good with his good shoulder, yeah, he does he, tackle once he, him too. Once he's hit him, now, now he's you know the rage is going away and he's apologetic man. Right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So now like he hit him fairly hard. Yeah, kind of injured his shoulder. Yeah, I'm and, so sorry about your shoulder. Yeah, I don't, look, I, 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 I'm it's so this, sorry. I don't want to grow old. Thunderdome we're in. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to grow. I bought a Mazda Miata last week. Getting old, and I took it out on you. I'm so sorry, and he's and Cliff's like the old because that's. The only thing I can say. <laughs> and then what's he do? Tackles uh, him, and the, yeah, he just tackles it with his good shoulder. Just takes out the takes out the knees, mm-hmm. and, and then what? And boy meets world. Dad goes down. Um, I'm having so much trouble seeing either one of these guys get bloodthirsty. Yeah, that's like, the what's thing. It like, take I, take I was wondering, Cliff, like, is he gonna fall on like one of the spikes now, or yeah. who's like? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in this instance now, because Cliff has been hitting the shoulder and he's like kind of a little more active than he used to be. Because Claire's always trying to get him to die and exercise. We didn't want to do that, and uh, so he's kind of you know you know when you run or you do some exercise when you weren't really expecting to and you get kind of lightheaded and yep. spacey. Then well, this happens to Cliff while he's on top of this guy and he goes into that psycho dream when he uh, ate the hoagie too late. At yeah, night. yeah, and yeah. The Muppets showed up, but they're all there like egging him on, like kill him. The, mu- kill the him. Muppets are yeah. all like, and even the little I Muppet the, hoagie. Yeah, yeah the Muppet I love the Muppets. Sure. They show like, up. Drink his blood. Drink his blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this. The Muppets show yeah. up in a daze and in his dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the Muppets Psycho are egging him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the monsters Muppets. playing a killer groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then he, yeah, so maybe he starts seeing, like, he's, he's, oh, he's freaking out and have Muppets are talking to him and he's hallucinating and he's starting to see uh, uh, Mr. Matthews there, Boy Meets Dad, as, like, a giant hoagie that he can eat. Oh, yeah, and yeah. he starts wanting to eat him. He starts licking his lips like it's a fucking cartoon. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad you said his lips. <laughs> <laughs> starts licking, uh... Starts, uh, starts licking his butthole because he thinks it's a hoagie. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Low-hanging you know, fruit, Casey. Obviously, that's what we do here. Uh, so he's going to, what is he going <laughs> to cannibalize this guy? Uh, uh, yeah, I think he's going to eat him. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So and while them. he does, he sings, you know the night time. <laughs> it's the right time. He says, and then Rudy comes in and does her little part, and it's adorable. It's super yeah. adorable. And yeah. then uh, cut back to harsh reality of Cosby just Cosby, yeah. Yeah. eating the Yeah, like what we see is the dream sequence of him <laughs> eating a giant hoagie and singing that song. <laughs> then we cut to horrible reality he's where he's eating a man a, alive, yeah. basically. <laughs> Stripping it to the bone. Yeah. I don't want to know. Why are there their bones in this hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, and fucking the other dad guy, what's his name? Uh, Boy Meets World dad. Yeah. He's, he's alive. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, I, I, I still have payments to make on my Mia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, and then that's it for him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So basically, Cliff Oxes will eat some alive. All right. <laughs> Watch out other uh, contestants in yeah. the Dad yeah, cage match. You never know what's going to Cosby happen. could uh, yeah. fl- fly into a crazy rage at any moment and yeah, start seeing Muppets it. that tell him to kill people. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you don't. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, so what, what do we got up next on next deck week, for next uh, week? Yeah, next week's going to be fun. We've got uh, George Bluth Sr. Awesome. Uh, uh-huh. Going up against Danny Tanner. Sweet. Oh. Yeah, the Saget. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. I don't I know. Don't know. Some I see. Stuff going to go on there, I think. Oh, man. Yeah, I see Saget having some uh, some moves. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, all right, maybe. He seems like Although Danny man. Tanner's just a benign piece of shit, yeah, so yeah. who knows? It's terrible. Uh, sweet. Uh, sweet. Uh, so yeah, that's it yeah. for our extra long episode. Yeah, bonus, 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 bonus episode. Episode, 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 episode. episode. <laughs> bonus, bonus, bonus. No, bonus. you went too episode, far. Episode, 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 episode. <laughs> no, do the end credits over. I'm like, I'll be spitting these rhymes. <laughs> well, if bonus, you want bonus. more, see you next Wednesday. I'm like screaming over it. <laughs> yeah. If you want more, see you next Wednesday. Please go to modernsuperior.com where you can find all of our episodes. You can find more episodes from other Modern Superior podcasts like The Do Over. There's a new one that just went up the other day. The third episode yeah, features this features guy. Casey yeah. arguing about lots of stuff, uh, lots of movie talk on there. You can find more Faculty of Horror, uh, more Time Bandits, more Drink Along, more Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas, and more Two Turntables and a Bottle of Wine. Find all those on ModernSuperior.com and all of our written work. And you can also find us on Twitter at SYNWPC or go to Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. You can find it all there. And uh, as always, we will see you next Wednesday. <sighs> Goodbye, Internet. Fuck Gene. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, 
a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.